announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. Who's back? Lucha Outsiders. I'm Leo. That's Mario. The heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays true, the anti-hero of the IWC. Ready to piss you off. Yeah. Your boy, Mr. In R. Who? And our third man on the broadcasting team, the king of hamburger meat from Suplex City. Yo, 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 yo. Let me speak on this. How y'all doing today? What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 115 of the Lucha Outsider Show. We're here. And if you missed anything on today's episode, wake up, bro. Always check out the podcast version of the show. Yeah. I actually sound like Obi Fancy Apple Podcast. Tune in La Mesca app, LosRadio.com, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast needs. It's a good fucking song. You you know what it is? Since you told me not to move my mic, like, I feel really (laughs) awkward. Okay, go, go. Do what you gotta do. I bring it down. Go. Do what you got to do, Mario. Mario. And if you want... <laughs> and if... No, I feel weird. Like, I don't know. Like, okay, not I, move it. Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. And I fix it. We're good? We're good. All right, we're good. It's the same way as before. I didn't move anything. All right. Well, anyways... <laughs> and if you want... If you want, uh-huh. if you got comments, uh-huh. grievances, leave us a five-star frog. I actually, like, I, like, I like the other Mario. The other Mario is like calm, composed. Like, hey, little guys, how are you? This is Lucha Outsider Show. Now and we, we now we sound like we're we're doing like an easy listening type station. <laughs> we're like the next the next song that you're gonna listen to is from this artist from Toronto, Canada. Uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine like a wrestling show being called like that. <laughs> so make sure if you subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five star frog splash review, comments, agrees to bear either one of us. It'll most likely be Leo or yes. possibly me because I'm gonna I'm ready to piss people off. Uh oh. Which I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. You're good. Because no one could touch me on this microphone at no. all. No. So I'm just saying. Because I, I, those are our mics. We bought I, those. And I love pissing, pissing people off. So just yeah. saying. But um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks to everybody on the Facebook chat. Yeah, Jessica um, Hoffman, Orieli Diaz, Mr. Martinez, Mr. Padro, a whole bunch of other people that are there. Share the video, guys. Let the people know that we are here. Mario. Um, so I did a questionable thing yesterday, but oh, it wasn't that questionable because I enjoyed one? myself. Another one. I went to a <laughs> Ring of Honor show. That's good. Okay. Um, so... I w- another thing popped up in this damn computer. Come this, on. Is, this is what happens when we're we're, we're you gotta doing renew it. your Norton subscription. <laughs> no, is this a computer? <laughs> is this a computer? It's Bushley. It's not the normal computer that we have all our jobs. So normally, if someone tells you, "Hey, we're going to a Ring of Honor show," they'll tell you this, you know. La puta madre que te parió, hijo de la remil puta. But the show was so good, right? Yeah. I, listen, the show was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed I, myself. I, I was following it along with your stories. Thank you very much for putting it up. Listen, the the sad thing about the Ring of Honor show yesterday at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New mm-hmm. York was 
it wasn't a pack house. But why? It's just a state of Ring of Honor where it's in. Mm. And at the same time, you have to blame Ring of Honor because uh-huh. they made it for so many years, the Elite and the Bullet Club show yeah. for so many years. And we've talked about this in the past that now that you don't have the Elite mm. and you don't have you know the Cody's and the Young Bucks and Adam Page um, and then occasionally Kenny Omega... I mean, you do have you have great talent. The yeah. Ring of Honor roster is really good. No, no, you do. But they just don't have that steam that they once had a year ago. Do you kind of feel that it, it was like WCW when they when they would make seventeen different types of NWOs and and all that, and now that that NWO is not there, that's when WCW basically crashed and burned and died. Because that's the kind of feel that I'm getting, in, in where you put all your chips on this product or this. You know, a faction. Mm. That faction is going to go, especially if you don't own the rights to hey, it's the a new, It's a new Japan property. Yeah, it's, I think your WhatsApp's still open. It's not the WhatsApp. It's the, it's the stupid alerts that pop up every episode, dude. <laughs> go ahead, Sammy. The, the North. <laughs> go ahead, Sammy. <laughs> what I think it's uh, the failure uh-huh. to have a, a hot star. I feel like every um, every time frame that i've watched ring of honor they've mm-hmm. had somebody that was hot whether it was a daniel bryan okay uh a tyler black uh samoa joe um the young bucks cody you know occasionally the kenny omega showing up whatever it is you had aj styles, AJ uh, styles. kevin steen el generico yeah and right now it's kind of just bland you know okay um everybody that's still there has been there mm-hmm for a long time when we're talking about the Briscoes, the Jay Lethals. Um, now, do you think they just, they, they just didn't grow the up-and-coming star or that next star? I think or they, they tried with Matt Taven. Okay. But I it's th- not working with Matt Taven. I think no. the problem is you focused it so much mm-hmm. on the Bullet Club slash the Elite. No, no. And it Once was. they lost them, mm-hmm. it's like that fan base that was specifically going for them and might have right. enjoyed some of the other talents. It's like, well, why do I really need to go? Like, these talents are cool, but they're not the real reason why I want to go to these yeah. shows. Um, but the show last night was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you just mentioned Matt Taven right now. Uh, Matt Taven defended his title, the world title, in a triple threat match against Lethal. And um, Kenny King, the mm-hmm. match was really, really good. What an incredible match. Um, I was talking to to Keith and uh, Tracy, which Sam has met in the past or whatever. And, uh, some yeah, of they're shows. good people. They're really, really mm-hmm. good people. And I was talking to them, and I was like, if Shout I had a fantasy them. book to book them, yeah. have Taven drop the title to Lethal and then build to a Lethal Roosh match at Final Battle. Because you need mm-hmm. you got this guy. Roosh is yeah. incredible. His pop was amazing last mm-hmm. night. You have the you have the talent. It's not like now, they don't ba- have the baby talent. Baby face pop or heel pop? No, no, no. Baby face pop. Okay. They they love Roosh. Mm-hmm. They they love him. And I think it's time. Like let's use the talent you have. Okay. And no disrespect to Taven because I think Taven's mm-hmm. a great worker and I know he gets a lot of shit. But I think this world title experience, even though there were some a lot of Taven chance last night, yeah, yeah. um, it was more. It's so disrespectful to Kenny King because you had a lot of <laughs> chance for Lethal and Taven. Uh-huh. And everybody was just booing Kenny King. I like Kenny King. And Kenny King. King is a great wrestler. He's yeah. been in Ring of Honor forever, too. Yeah, uh, he's a great he's wrestler. Really great. So I think it's time. The Taven experiment mm. is over. I know they're going to be in, in Mass tonight. They're going to be in Massachusetts tonight. Yeah. Uh, let's no, Northeast or what promotion? No, no, mm. Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. I think he needs to drop that title soon. Uh-huh. Hopefully, I know they're having a big show, I think, in Toronto in August. Okay. 
maybe drop the title and there. And build to that. And build, like, you know, if he drops a belt mm-hmm. to, to a guy like Lethal, okay. you could have Lethal going as mm-hmm. champion at Final Battle and then put over another guy like a yeah. Roosh. And, like, and, and Lethal's always been a good heel. Too. He uh, could, yeah, he's been he's been yeah. he's a face now, but he's been a great heel in yeah. the past. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Keith Havens wants to know how is Mario awake and doing a podcast when I'm still half asleep. Oh, uh, shout out to Keith and, and Tracy. <laughs> um, I was hanging out with them yesterday. Uh, I don't know, dude. This is what happens when wrestling is life. You wake <laughs> up, you sacrifice your sleep to do a podcast, which uh. I'm doing right now. But uh, it was great seeing you guys. And and look, Sam's here. I, I passed the heat on to him yesterday because he didn't show up at the Ring of Honor show. But I wanted to be there, but, you know, that, I got a know, family. That's what Leo used to say. <laughs> no, no, man. Go ahead, man. I'll make um, it out to the next one, guys. Um, that's what they, Leo used to that, say that's too. What Leo used to say too. But he's not Leo. He's not Leo. He I went up. to Extreme Rules. Yeah. Well, we'll get to Extreme Rules. We'll get to Extreme. Rules. And and you're not helping the fact that yeah, you say you went no. to Extreme Rules. No, because uh, that's what Leo said he, about Raw 25. <laughs> not helping, bro. You're not helping at oh, all, man. You're not helping. God. Ryan Martorano saying the Ring of Honor show last night looked really good. Watch all of your clips on your Instagram story. That G.O.D. versus the Briscoes match looked insane. Well, let's talk about that match. Because first of all, let me tell you, the pop that the the Grills of Destiny got last night. Whew, you have the crowd like like singing, singing the lyrics to their theme song. Yeah. It, it, man, they got an amazing pop. And the Briscoes got a pop too. But uh, this match, yo, they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about... Now, was it just a beatdown or was it more like storytelling of a beatdown? It was a street fight. So you know okay. where the street fight, yeah. you're getting literally everything. Yeah. Um, Yo, shout outs to both teams. And now Briscoes are, you know, congratulations to them. They're 11-time champs now. So 11-time. I know you're a big fan of the Briscoes. Those are my boys. Them um, boys. Them boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know some people were a little bit bent out of shape that the, the G.O.D. did drop the belts. But you got to understand, G.O.D., their priority is New Japan. Of course. That's their priority, mm-hmm. New Japan. So, I mean, they're still IWGP tag champs, you right, know. Uh, right. They dropped the Ring of Honor titles, yeah. unfortunately. But, hey, they're, they're still champions in, in another promotion. So, let's not be too upset about that. And shout-out to the to the Tongue and the, the Gorillas of Destiny. Had a great conversation with them. Um, well, well, and you also get to a point where you don't necessarily need to be the champions to be over, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think G.O.D. has gotten to that point where – you don't need to have the championship. You could have the championship on somebody else and then just have them uh, um, reach for it or search for it or put other people over. Like that. That's one of the things that we always look at. And that's why I started with that question uh, to Sammy. If With Ring of Honor, do you think that they just don't have anybody there? You Sometimes the guys coming up, you need that, that title to put them over. G.O.D. doesn't need that. Nah, they're super over. And I, it's funny because I was telling Tomatonga yesterday, I'm like... Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, it feels kind of weird that you're not in the G1 this year, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I was like, yo, I'm usually, I'm always looking, at, I'm always interested on in the antics and the controversy that he always causes, because you know he's a controversial figure. Of course. Right? So he instantly just looks at me. He's like, but I'm here, baby. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Too sweet, hugging everybody. He, they, yo, the girls are just saying I can't put them over. Like they are so great to their fans, mm-hmm. and for the most part, a lot of Ring of Honor talent are, but they. They just seem like they go out of their way to show love to their fan base, yeah. which which is great. It's great. It's great to see that. <laughs> that from that's the reason why yeah. you're there. Absolutely. 
at the end of the day, that is the reason why you're there. That's why you're there to put on the shows for the fans. Yeah. So overall, um, I think the Ring of Honor show was good. Let's give Ring of Honor a chance. I think my only critique is like maybe Ring of Honor should go back to smaller buildings because obviously they're not as popular as they once were mm-hmm. a year ago. And shout out to everyone that I got to either see or talk to uh, last night. So many people, you know, I said uh, Keith and Tracy uh mike and his girl sid from true heels uh i finally got to meet mommy yankee i was talking to her for a bit paula from uh rest friends uh you know from our she's part of the crew from our homies from chicago the whole new york scene man so yeah so shout out to everybody and i forgot you are are we part of the new york scene well i know i am i don't know about (laughs) you mario (laughs) keeps us relevant yeah i don't know if you guys i'm gonna make it to a couple shows i promise but yeah shout out to everybody that i got to see last night it's always good to to hang out with some good brothers and sisters well i'm gonna gonna say this right now because i didn't tell you guys off the air but uh, i'm gonna turn over a new leaf i'm gonna start going to shows with you i know i said that in the past but no 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 like like like, no for real i believe i want to go mario mario you know if i tell you i could go (laughs) i'll go i'm okay Let's just say 50% of the time la I'm going to try to go. Que te parió. <laughs> okay, Hijo la remil, puta. Uh, what up to Danielle Cummins? <laughs> there with us. Guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Mario, go. All right, brother. Let's talk I'm about your go experience. To shows. Let's go to Let's talk about your experience, our experience when we went to Philly last week. I had a good time, man. You went to Philly? We, uh, we went to see Jim Ross and Conrad live. Nice. Let me tell you something about JR. He's at an age where he doesn't give a shit about anything. He's that a dude's s- surly an old open man. Book, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's a surly old man. I fucking love him, though. Um, I got my uh, Double or Nothing poster signed by him. He actually... Oh, you did? Yeah. He, nice. He opened it up, and he kind of just looked at it for a second, and Conrad was like, something wrong? And he goes, no. No, i just never seen this before. It's beautiful. And nice. um, I was like, yeah, I got it on ProWrestlingTees.com. He goes, oh, okay. And he's like, where do you want me to sign? I told him where to sign it. <laughs> what did he sign? Say, what did he, sign? He, he signed Jim Ross, and then underneath it says WWE Hall of Fame <laughs> 2007. <laughs> Poor Sam. Of course. Yeah. I was like, I thought, whatever. I thought that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I, yeah, that's part of his signature now, I guess. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I have another signature with Jim Ross where it just says WWE Hall of Fame without the 07. So uh-huh. I think that's just part of his autograph. But um, I went to grab the... The Poor poster Sam. back, and he was like, "That's some beautiful artwork you got there, buddy. You're a braver man than me." Yeah, and he, his uh, oh, your tattoos. Yeah, nice. And um, man, he was just really, really uh, like cool, man. Mm-hmm. I I look at him like a part of the family, like an extended like, part of my family, he's like an cool. uncle with him. or yeah. like a grandfather. That, yeah, like you know, a granddad that you never. Uncle, had. come on, let's not make him that old. Oh, he's old, bro. He's old, no, I know. He's, he's old enough to be a grandfather. He's old enough that he just doesn't give a shit about anything. Some of the things that he was, he was saying. drinking the, up there. Get yeah. off my lawn. <laughs> he, um, drinking Moscow mules. Conrad, <laughs> shout out to Conrad, too. He, he's always a, a pleasure to talk to a, for a little bit, man. He's such a, a nice guy, and he's just a wrestling fan. He's just one of us that, you know, he's made it this far, having four successful uh, wrestling he's podcasts. He's got four already? He has Eric Bischoff, Bruce Pritchard, uh, Tony Schiavone, and now Jim Ross. So, nice. uh, and apparently, there's rumor that there's another one coming too. So, for yeah. Conrad. So, yeah. so shout out to him. He's, Jim, he's Jim. just trying to be like you, Leo. That's what it really is. Yeah. Well, actually, let's say I'm trying to be like him. Yeah. Oh, okay. And J- and Jim Ross, he was such a good dude. Uh, literally, how I pictured me meeting him is exactly how it went down. He was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, Jim, I just want to tell you. Uh, 
it's an honor to meet you. And he's like, oh, well, thank you, buddy. Like, it, it's always with the buddy with him. Thank man. you, buddy. And he was like, you you have no idea what this moment means to me because I grew up watching. He's like, he's like, no, the pleasure's all mine, buddy. <laughs> and like, now stop your shit. And Conrad, <laughs> and Conrad, he's just a cozy dude. So shout out to both of them. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the show. And like I said, he's he was he was an open book. He didn't he didn't pull nothing back. And man, he was digging at WWE pretty hard at the on the show. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. And uh, if anybody hasn't listened to their podcast, go out of your way, listen to it. And if they're coming to your town, uh, I suggest you do it. Uh, go go out and check out their show. They're pretty freaking hilarious. So um, after that, we went over to the Extreme Rules no. uh, pay per view. If we're gonna tell the story, we gotta tell the story. Right yeah, what the fuck, Sam? Well, Wait, talk about the phone. What am I talking about? The phone. Because Sam, you like to skip certain things, and, and and this is not only a wrestling show. We throw out a little <laughs> comedy here, so we gotta make the people laugh. Okay. So we went to go get something to eat. <laughs> yes, we got at, something uh, to eat at um, Dave and Buster's. At Dave and Buster's, right? I got the chicken wings. They were delicious. I, I, didn't, I didn't think you were going to go that detail, but okay. <laughs> Are you telling me I need what to get ca- What kind of no, sauce? No, no. What kind of sauce? <laughs> so, he, Sam looks at me. He's like, bro, we're going to Extreme Rules. <laughs> yeah, we got to go. We're, we're, we're already here. So, I was like, okay, So, you fine. guys went down there and you you weren't planning to go to Extreme Rules? No, no. It's not, that we we didn't, it's not that we didn't plan it. Uh-huh. It's that we didn't buy tickets. And we were right. kind of leaving it open door for him. Right, right. right. Okay. So, I like to fuck with Sam uh-huh. purposely. So it's we terrible. Saw, so we saw these tickets, and I'm like, yo, Sam, these tickets don't look bad. Uh-huh. So Sam was like, I fucking get them, get them, get them. So I'm going through all the motions. But before I hit, hit buy, on the, uh-huh. I'm like, I go like this Sam. I put the phone in, and I'm like, Sam, you sure you want me to buy these? You want to wait a little bit? <laughs> so he's like, he's pausing, he's thinking, and he even puts his french fry down. And he's like... <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like, bro, man, now you got me thinking. He's like, don't do this to me. And I'm like, yo, I love doing this shit to you. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, we can wait. You want to wait a little bit? And he's like, man, he's like, or you want me to just buy it? Just so buy it. this is like a good five minutes back and forth. He's like, man, just buy it. Just buy it. This is why I was taking a minute. He gets like anxiety. He gets I anxiety. Checked, I checked StubHub. And then I started eating again. And then Mario <laughs> checked StubHub, and he found better seats for cheaper. <laughs> so I'm thinking in the next five minutes, something might come up. So let's hold off. What? Am I right? <laughs> I give Sam so much anxiety when it comes to tickets. It's not even funny. It's the way to do it, though. So we ended up going. We ended up buying the tickets, and we head over to the Wells Fargo uh, Arena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man Sam, he brought the belt with him, but he didn't take it with him. Which I've been there, done that. It's yeah, we too much. exactly, and then mm-hmm. I'm the same way as you. I've been there, done that. You know, I have my belts chilling, like I have them posted up in 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 my room and stuff. So, Sam, do you, do you think you look too much of a mark if you bring a belt to a wrestling show? At, 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 at this point, <laughs> yes. Like okay. I've been there, done there. That the last time I brought a belt to a show was mm. I think Extreme Rules 2014. It was when Brian just won the title. Okay, that was the last time I took a belt to a uh, to a show. Okay, ever since that I don't you know I just had my belts chilling. Did but, he wrestle um, Kane that night? Yeah, he wrestled Kane that night. So um, we go to Extreme Rules, Wolf Frog Arena, and Sam. If you notice when he. Took the picture with Jim Ross. He had a, a blue Brooklyn shirt, was it? Yes, I did. And then he switched his shirt, you know, to a wrestling sh- uh, okay. shirt when we got over there, which just so happened to be an Undertaker shirt. Undertaker, baby. So okay. And listen, and we're gonna get down to the card because I have, I have, you know, I gotta, I was proven wrong, which I'm, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I have no such. Of wrong. course. But that doesn't mean because I'm wrong, I don't have shit to say. You're too. wrong, Mario. You're wrong, Mario. <laughs> listen, 
When you're wrong, you can't back it up. When I'm wrong, I can, I back, can it back it up. In fact, you know you can't. I can back it up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You don't even believe that. Back <laughs> that thing up. So no, Sam put an Undertaker shirt on. He <laughs> takes up. I take a picture of him with the with the arena in the background. So when, uh-huh. when I take the picture, I'm like, "Say graveyard dogs." <laughs> <laughs> so throughout, so in our, we have a chat on WhatsApp. All of us, right? Graveyard Everyone dog. on the podcast. So. <laughs> The, the the joke on the on the on the chat is like Sam, you know you're gonna get this graveyard dog shirt because he was so optimistic about this match and the tag team or whatever. I'm like, you know you're getting this. Graveyard he sold dog on the shirt. team. That's yeah. what happened. He sold on that team. Oh man, I knew the Undertaker was gonna come through <laughs> with a good match. He had something to prove. He had a chip on his shoulder. Okay, okay, we're gonna get to the match. Don't worry. Right. So we we take the I take the picture, whatever. Um, he has an Undertaker shirt, and then I'm like, "Yo, bro, you're making, you're being the smartest of marks right now with your Taker shirt." And then people are popping for his shirt, like, "Yeah, yeah Undertaker!" Shirt. Right? Yo, Shout so- out to everybody that saw me with the shirt on <laughs> so- and said something. Love you. <laughs> so look, 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 look. So here's, a, so you know me, I'm Mister. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm negative, uh-huh. but I'm just a realist. Mister Realist. I'm just a realist, right? Uh-huh. And not saying that I wanted Undertaker to fail, because that's not what I wanted. But just because he had a he had a great showing at the at the show at the at the yeah. pay, at the pay per view, great showing. That doesn't cancel out the last couple years where he's looked terrible. terrible. That doesn't do that. Terrible. And Sam's gonna try to cover that up and sugarcoat it. I'm not. Undertaker has looked horrible the last couple of years. And we've talked There's, about it. And we've talked about it. We're an mm-hmm. open book. We're an open forum. And I'm gonna be real. He's looked horrible. And just because he had a great match. And I pop for him because I'm an Undertaker fan. Yeah. My favorite match of all time for me is Taker Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Yeah. That's my favorite match. Mm-hmm. All right. I love Undertaker. But just because he had a great show in Extreme Rules no. doesn't mean that he should not retire. He needs to still retire. That- he had a great show. And on top of that, because we seen it, and Sam was like, uh oh, uh oh. There was some points in the match where he was gassed out and he had a little flub. He had two, he, two he spots. Had, oh, <laughs> Sam, he knows what they I are. I counted them. <laughs> but, but, and he was a little bit gassed out. But the way they used them for the show. Yeah. The way they use them for show. No, that's overall. how. That's how you need to use the Undertaker going forward. That's how you okay. need to have him for. If you're gonna use Undertaker, which I'm against, right? Mm-hmm. Even though he had a good no, no, show, and, and I think I think the three of us are to an extent because we don't want to get stuck on that. Because I'm not gonna listen. This match, yeah. while it was great, uh-huh. I think it was the best match of the whole card. To be honest with you, I, I could second that. Okay. Mm-hmm. While this match was great, let's not act like everything else that happened before yeah. this match. What was happened. great. Yeah, like, yeah. let's not act like it doesn't exist. And congratulations to the Philly crowd, because y'all over here saying, like, you still got it. You wasn't saying that shit 24 right. hours ago, because right. all you was envisioning was the Goldberg match. <laughs> so, so let's not try to kiss ass and try to act. Look, and I want to I hear Sam's defense, because listen, yeah. he... The match is still retired. He had a great showing. Yeah. I will not take that away from him. I pop for Taker. It's not Undertaker. Hey, but the recent years of Undertaker has been horrible. Yeah. No, no, and it tells you a totally different story. But that's why, like, and, and the meme that we were laughing on the chat was Undertaker blinks. You still got it. Undertaker breathed. <laughs> you still got it. No, Undertaker don't got it. He had a yes. He did have a great showing at the tag match. Yes, I was proven wrong because they had a great okay. match. But that doesn't erase everything else that we've gotten in the in the car, right. past couple so, years from Undertaker. So let's break that down real quick, right? Because I know we have a whole bunch of other stuff that we got to cover. Mm. But let's break that down. When we were talking about the Money in the Sand match, tag team Kane and, and Undertaker, horrible match. Triple the only H. one that looked good in that match was horrible Shawn Michaels. Horrible booking. Because if you were able to get. 
other people, young guys, exactly. to tag in the match instead of four veterans. Exactamente. Shawn Michaels had to carry the match, and he hadn't wrestled in almost 10 years. Exactly. So now imagine if he would have gotten two younger guys, right? And Shawn, oh, yeah, two younger guys and Shawn Michaels. That would have been the best match of the year because you have guys that can go. The problem is five minutes into that match, he was gassed. Five minutes into the Goldberg and, and Undertaker, they were both gassed. They were both Goldberg, gone. not only were they both gassed, but Goldberg also had a concussion too. Yeah, but even if yeah. he didn't have a concussion, he can't go. No, you know he what can't I mean? Go. In, in the sense that, yeah, you can you can go for a couple of minutes, but you're not gonna be that technical wrestler. You you really want to see Goldberg headlock somebody for twenty minutes? I don't. Come on, Sam. Uh, let, let's let's hear your rebuttal. Let's go, Sammy. <laughs> Look, uh, this is what I'll say. I was optimistic going into this match because I had a feeling that the Undertaker wanted this match to prove the mm -hmm. critics wrong. Okay, right. So, do I think that he needs to hang it up? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Does now, this erase all the crap that he's been involved in the last couple no! years? No, it doesn't. No! But can we just enjoy it though? Let's I, just enjoy the match. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. He, even if he does have a bad match, the mm -hmm. entrance is half his stick anyway. Of course. So it's like watching the Rolling Stones. They're old, but it's just like at least I got to see. It's like bucket list stuff. I, I, I agree to an extent with you because I think the, the entrance is one of the most iconic entrances yeah. ever in right. wrestling, right? But at the same time... Like, let's say if that Goldberg and Taker match would have happened at Extreme Rules and we were there live. Right. Okay? Oh, Philly would have shit on that. No, 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 no. Forget, about the, uh, forget right. about the Philly crowd shitting on that. That's not right. what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get at if they would have had the same performance that they had at Saudi Arabia, nobody's going to give a shit about the entrance. People are going to talk about yeah. how horrible yeah, the, the match, match was. And that's yeah. what we did. And, and like I said, I love Taker, mm -hmm. but... This is how you, if you're going to use Taker, yeah. right, which I don't think WWE should count on him anymore. I think mm. he needs to retire. But if you're going to use Taker, this is how you book him because he's protected. He doesn't have to be in the ring all the time. He comes in for the hot tags and the big spots. Of course. And even with all that, even though Taker had a great showing and they used him right for Extreme Rules, mm -hmm. There was parts that was questionable. And even yeah. Sam was like, he was tired. Uh oh, I was like, uh oh, uh oh. Look. It was, at one point, he tried to run and he stopped no. mid -run. No, here comes a botch. <laughs> so here's, here's what I'll say with The Undertaker. I think that he deserves, because of his 30 years of uh, memories that he's given us, I think that he deserves, uh, you know, a send off. And but uh, didn't we get that at, at WrestleMania when he put his gloves and, and nah, man, because that Roman Reigns match wasn't it? No, no, but, but I, I know I'm, he I'm, knows that isn't it. He wants to go out on top uh, on a good note. Where but how do you do it though, Sam? Fantasy book him book with it. AJ. Give him AJ. So that's in the, the match. Have the club jump him or something. Uh, I don't know how exactly you get there, but have a match with AJ. Have AJ retire him because I can second that. AJ, I, I love that. AJ yeah. and Taker is the match that we don't know we need it's not sting uh -huh. versus taker it's aj versus Taker. and listen it's we're talking about aj here and that same wrestlemania that sam just brought up right now and you actually you brought up the wrestlemania 33 with uh the taker when we thought taker was retiring mm -hmm. what was the match of the night that night it was aj and shane this was a match that yeah. everybody crapped on nobody wanted and that ended up being the match of the night probably one of the best wrestlemania openers since brett and owen mm-hmm 
Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a great match, and it was the match of the night. What and and nobody wanted this match because there was no stipulations. It was no. It was just a regular match, and that match was incredible. What an underrated match that the one uh, Brett and Owen. Like, I love that match. Like, I love that. But match. what I'm saying, like nobody even at the time, people were like, all right, whatever, they're just gonna open the show. I think I, I think it's aged well. We're in the sense that people do talk about it, okay. but mm-hmm. at the time, people didn't really. I don't think they got it. It's not that they didn't get it. It's just. You know, just oh, Brett and Owen put on a good match back mm. then. But in time, I think it's aged very well. Yeah, I, I still think that Owen should have had a, a title run. Oh, absolutely. But that's a oh, whole different. Took the title that's a whole different discussion. SummerSlam, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we need a whole show for that one. Yeah, <laughs> we should do like what if, like Marvel's gonna do in the next couple of movies. But go ahead, Mario. Go ahead. Uh, let's continue with the Extreme Rules. We completely completely missed the pre-show and fucking Nakamura wins the Intercontinental Championship from yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. We, we missed that. It's I'm Sam's happy fault. for Nakamura, but rumors started coming out that it looks like Finn Balor's taking a little break. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumor and innuendo is... In your end, though, what? Is that he's getting married, apparently, Finn Balor. To that Mexican girl, right? I don't know if she's Mexican. Yeah, she's Mexican. She's uh, She works on TV down there. So, yeah, that's the rumor. that he's Good gonna for take, him. So he's going to take a break, and he's going to get married. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Congrats to he, him. He deserves it. He deserves it. It's not like they've been using him right anyway. Um, his IC run has been very underwhelming. So, yeah, it's a shame. You know, hopefully he takes a break, he comes back, and maybe, you know, joins with his uh, Bullet Club family. That would be know. a good return, like have him come in, like, and just be straight heel. Like, I don't give a fuck, like, what we did before. Like, I'm just straight here from now on. And that's what you need. Because I don't know if you guys noticed, but for AJ, he's been, uh, like, a breath of fresh air. It's funny, because I wanted to talk about AJ next. Dale. The champ that runs the camp is <laughs> back, baby. My boy got some gold. It's yeah, about did. time. Yo, listen, let me that tell was you something. That a good match, the AJ-Ricochet match. First of all, AJ and Ricochet, they, they have great chemistry. And that probably might have been my second second favorite match of the night. Yeah, yeah. Um, That match was really, really good. They both have chemistry with each other. People forget that Ricochet ain't just all flips and whatever. No, no, he could go. Yeah, he could go. And let me tell you something, because Leo... Has been with me to wrestling shows. Yes, sir. So I had a Styles Club shirt with my Bullet Club vest. You know, straight heels. You know, me being a dick. Always. And when they showed the little promo package, you know, with uh, AJ talking like, you know, uh, with Charlie Caruso when he's interviewing uh, him. Um, saying like, oh, you know, he's gonna win the United States title, blah blah blah, and then and they faked the too sweet with her, and they started yeah, laughing, yeah. whatever, whatever. That's the way to do. I it. got up and I was like, my boy's about to win gold tonight, baby. The champ that runs the camp is back. <laughs> Yo, there was a ricochet fan at, like like two rows in front of me. Turn around. He gave me the dirtiest like, look. He turned gave, around, gave him the Undertaker face. He gave me the dirtiest <laughs> look, and then during the match after uh-huh. AJ won, I was like, new champ, and that that three count hit. Bro, nobody could shut me up at that. <laughs> so you literally became what you hate at wrestling shows. But I don't do that all the time. I only do no, that no, for but that's what I'm saying. Moments. No, no, but you're, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. You're allowed there to do. There are certain it. moments. There are certain moments. But yeah, man, I was being very obnoxious. So <laughs> shout out to my boy AJ. My boy AJ's the champ. I'm, I'm glad. You, I'm glad that you own up to it. Yeah, I was very obnoxious. I was being, no, I was being obnoxious. But I was obnoxious to the point that I was making people laugh. That's the difference. Of course. Not not obnoxious enough where he's like, oh, God, this guy's so fucking annoying. Shut the fuck this up. This fucking already. guy again. I had people laughing. <laughs> and, when, and, 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 and when people started doing stupid chants, I was like, nah, fam, they ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about the Strowman and Lashley match. Man, that was fun. Yes. And we got on, on camera. We were little blurs up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> 
you can see my bald head. Does, does Sam have like spotters that look at the show and just look? Hey, I saw a bald spot. Rewind it. It was that. That Sam? was us. That was us. <laughs> that was us. We were sitting there, bro. That's I'm not bad, even man. worth mentioning because you could barely tell it's us, dude. I don't care, man. And you just that's like that's like me at like, WrestleMania. No, 30. no, no. <laughs> him at him at WrestleMania made sense because you could clearly t- yeah, tell it was like, Sam. Right. You could tell it was Sam. Uh, Yo, it, it looked like. You ever okay? You ever played video games uh-huh. and you know the audience looks like they're drawn drawn <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, that's what it looked like. That's what we look like. Like why? And and that's why you know I reposted Sam and I'm like just to make Sam happy. We Here's got us on there. We, we was in there, fam. We was in and there. He goes like. That's my head, and that's your arm recording. <laughs> and yo, out of nowhere, remember the the fans are like, and they go, yeah. That's what we. <laughs> that's what we look like, bro. That's what. That's not even. What, I'm mad that Sam popped for that. Yo, I was. I was hyped. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus on, Christ! Sam. What a great match. That was a great. That was a phenomenal match. They got out. No pun intended. Into the uh, uh, the what is that? The court. What do you want to call it? The hallway. The corridor. Whatever. It's right, right in the front, yeah. right in section where, where the merchandise is. And, yeah, and let me give a congratulations to the Philly crowd too for that one, because literally when they went back, you know, to the, to yeah. the, you know, the the outside of the uh-huh. arena, right? Like not the arena, but the what do you, what do you call that again? The corridor. The corridor. When they went We're over, call it a hallway, just to make yeah, it the easy. hallway. <laughs> when they went to the hallway or whatever, you see everybody get out of their seats to run over there. Not knowing that security was blocking off the of entranceways, um, and then, but the 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 Philly crowd that was actually in the hallways, yeah. they had the best because they were just acting up, losing their minds. Yeah, they're like they're like, holy shit, holy shit. So the congratulation goes to the people that actually got out of their seats to try to go over there. Like, come on, yeah, really? come on, we can go. Uh, hello, you see like mobs of people running after <laughs> so their seats, stupid. running to the hallways. But yeah. you can see it on the camera. Hey, exactly. I'm like, I'm not doing that, brother. I ain't <sighs> doing that shit. But the match was really good, man. And, and Strowman yeah. went over. I mean, if for this match, I wouldn't have mind who went over, whether it would have been Lashley or Strowman. Mm-hmm. But um, I think both of these guys had a chip on their shoulder, and they were like, you know what? We're going to put on a good match. Yeah, for me, this was my match of the night because um, walking into the venue, I even said to Mario, I said, this could be the sleeper match. Um Paul Heyman's fingerprints were all over this thing. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Um, ex- extenuating their strengths and hiding their weaknesses. But that's what you have to do, though. You know, and uh, I really enjoyed it, man. I really did. It, it was uh, a blast back to the 90s. I wish they would have went into the bathroom, a la Chris Benoit <laughs> and uh, yes. uh, what's his name? The, the, the guy, um, the devil guy. What the hell was his name? Gangrel? No, no uh, Chris Benoit uh, and, uh, and what, WCW. What's his face? Uh, shit, I forgot his name. Uh, Dungeon the, of Doom. Uh, yeah, uh, shit, the little dude. Um, fuck, how am I forgetting his name right now? Um, Kevin Sullivan. Kevin That's Sullivan. it, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, did you? Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, I love Taker, but Mario, I'm with you on that Taker. Remember, we have a delay. Uh, does not need to retire, but whom would you guys see him retire in a match? We did say it. Uh, Jessica Hoffman is saying Alistair Black. Ooh. That, that's a good one. That is that's a good, good one. one. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, yeah. As I understand, Fowler's taking time off after SummerSlam. Remember, we had the delay. Uh, we'll wait and see about that. Yeah, we will. Uh, what other match was re- You know what was really good? Um, and that leads to the, the state of the new day. Also, yo, that three-way tag title match was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was. Um, heavy Machinery, which I know you're a big fan of them. Yeah, I love uh, Otis, man. Uh, not really a fan of them. <laughs> um, you got... Uh, the Planet's Champions, the former Planet's Champions, and then the New Day, the, yo, the, uh, all six guys tore it up, man. And listen, 
uh, I separate my fandom to an actual what's facts. And, you know, I'm not a fan of Heavy Machinery, but both of those dudes could go. Yeah. Um, and they had a great showing, you know, just because they, they, they took the L in this match. Um, no, but again, you, you don't need for you know, them to be champions. They, they're they obviously protecting the team, obviously, because they yeah. didn't get pinned. You know, uh, I, I believe it was Daniel Bryan that took the fall. But, um, they, you know, they, they definitely see something heavy machinery. And, you know, rightfully so. You know, just because I don't like them, that doesn't – I'm not going to shit on the guys. Uh, but they're great workers, mm-hmm. and all six guys could go. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Daniel Bryan because they were teasing a big announcement on Tuesday night on SmackDown, mm-hmm. which he just got on the mic and said nothing. So I'm curious to see what happens there. Um and New Day are now six time tag champs, and my boy Kofi Kingston is still the Coffee. WWE world champion. Yeah, and I yeah. told Sam, I'm like, bro, now that New Day won, Kofi's not dropping that title, dude. As much yeah. as I, I would have loved Samoa Joe, I thought Samoa was gonna go, bro. There was no way he was, yo. And and this is the thing too, and this is gonna lead to the to the main event and everybody losing their minds because of what happened later on that. That's night. fine, hooky bitches, go. Kofi Kingston. While there's questionable things of him throwing pancakes and stuff, and he's like the world champion or whatever doing that, oh, fuck. the booking behind behind him has been really good. And this is a champion. You want to still keep that title on him. He was the, chucking He's racking up these wins, and yeah. I keep that shit going, and he's still over. You heard the crowd reaction from yeah, Kofi. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why would was you, out of their seat, dancing, you, having a good time. And like I said, he was chucking them pancakes because he made it all the way up to the 200 yeah, he did. section. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> One of them, I don't know what's in those pancakes. If he put something... So make them a little so heavier. But, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Kofi Kingston, they, he's been an incredible world champion. Um, You know, uh, he it's not been under it hasn't been an underwhelming run. I've enjoyed his title run, and I don't think it's that time yet to, for him to drop that belt, especially now that they're all holding gold. You know. Yeah, yeah. At, at least let's let's keep it in, until Survivor Series. How do you feel about that? Yeah, man, I'll, I'll be cool with that. I'll yeah. definitely be cool with that. Um, do you want to uh, touch on the uh, the Bailey Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross stuff before we talk about the main event? Do you have any thoughts on that? Other than the fact that Nikki Cross. Says Alexa Blass. Oh my Alexa God! This guy, this guy had me rolling. Like, Alexa Blass. Alexa Blass. Other than that, I mean, no. I mean, it was, it was, it was what it was. I thought we were gonna see uh, the return of Sasha Banks, but no. Do you think she's coming back though? Yeah, yeah. There's a part of me that thinks she's coming back. Um, I just, if, if I'm wrong, oh well. I, I, but you know, you know. If they bring Sasha Banks back, and I think I talked about this a couple episodes back, and you you already know my stance on Sasha Banks, even though she dropped a, a wonderful picture this week, where she looks amazing. Oh yes, she did. Um, but you already know my opinions on Sasha Banks. But I will say this: if she does come back, they need to book her as a heel, but maybe not right away. They need to have her maybe tag with Bailey, maybe chase for those tag titles, and then Turn. after they lose the match. Whoever's tag champions at that point in time, then have Sasha turn on Bailey because a heel Sasha works the best. The face run with Sasha was forgettable, and Sasha Banks in many ways before this tag title run that she had with Bailey, she was a forgettable figure. I'm sorry yeah. to say that it's the truth. Her main roster run has been very underwhelming. It's been a bust. Nothing compared to her NXT stuff except yeah. the matches she had with Charlotte, which was what two three years ago. So Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks as a heel is what's best for business. So if she does come back, let's get that. I agree with that. I, I could get behind that. And I think we, we actually spoke about that uh, while we were watching the match because, like I said, I anticipated her to run in and, and save uh, Bailey, but apparently Bailey doesn't need any saving. So I, I thought actually that we might have saw a title change that at that point because I thought that maybe uh, 
we were gonna set up something with Nikki Cross and Alexa Blass. Alexa Blass. You know, I thought we were gonna see some kind of tension between them down the line, but who knows where they're gonna go with this story? So All right, we're gonna come back to the women's division in a little bit once we talk about the main event. So the main event time, which main event time. I was not looking forward to this main event. Nope. You also wasn't looking forward to this main no, event. No, we left. We we ended up leaving. Uh, we saw the entrances, and we were like, "Fuck this, we're leaving." And the match wasn't bad, but I yeah. do think this, it just didn't have any steam for me that had interest or whatever. If anything, I just wanted to stay to see if Brock Lesnar was going to cash in, which he ended up doing. And now, and, yeah. and it's crazy because when you're, when you're coming up to the match and mm. you're already thinking about the finish, you really don't care about the match. You know no, what I mean? No, kinda, in the, in the, no, in the sense that, and you know, and you know what? And, and this is not taking. I can't believe I'm gonna um, I'll put over um, what's her face, uh, Lacey Evans, over a, a little bit on this. Mm. All four people, uh, all four competitors in this match actually worked their asses off. Yeah. So yeah. it's not taken away from the match, but when a match and a few and a story just doesn't have any steam behind it, it's like it doesn't matter how how good the match is at times. It's just like whatever and. Nobody wants to see Lacey Evans as champion, but there might be, there might be an argument argument to be made for Baron Corbin. And I was telling Sam this on the way to Extreme Rules. I was telling him like, "Yo, dude, low key, low key." As much as I'm not a fan of Lacey Evans, I wouldn't mind seeing Baron Corbin and uh, Lacey Evans pick up the win, just yeah. for the simple fact that Seth Rollins' run has been, it's been very sucks, underwhelming and a bust. And this whole Becky and Seth pairing has not helped either one of them. Yeah. Which is going to lead us to Brock Lesnar cashing in. So dun, dun. Seth dun, dun. picked up the the win for for his team. Seth. Um, Baron Corbin did um hit uh end of days to Becky Lynch, which was awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. I, I like that part of the storytelling. I love because, that because like he's doing it, and the camera pans to Seth Rollins looking at him, and that makes him snap. You know what I mean? Like, the way it was told, it was good. Because you could have had that spot anywhere else in the match, and it would have made sense. Mm -hmm. Like, exactly where they played it. They played it at the end, yeah. which was smart. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? So Seth, so Seth picks up the win, and then all of a sudden we hear... So I'm looking at this on my feed, my phone, and I'm like, yo, he's cashing in! I'm like... And then that's when you that's when you lose your mind because you forgot your little hand foam thing. Yeah, man, I bought a John Cena foam hand. <laughs> it was five bucks, and I left it at the Wells Fargo. I'm like, Center. fuck! I'm like, Brock Lesnar's cashing in, and he says the same thing too. But he's, he's talking about his John Cena hand foam thing. Yeah. So, John Cena foam hand, Brock Lesnar okay. cashing in. So I just want people to understand. As much as I hate on Brock Lesnar, right, about him cashing in and becoming. The Universal Champion once again, right? Here we go. <laughs> Get ready, folks. It's coming. Oh man, I have the only reason. The only people I have to blame is all of you guys. Cause uh -oh. the fucking mean you guys. I remember telling all you guys back at Money in the Bank when Money, Money when he won Mister when he won the Money in the Bank briefcase. Every time Brock Lesnar comes out, no matter what it is, there's always a reaction for the guy. Of course. When Brock Lesnar is on your TV screen or whatever for Raw, and he, he's not on SmackDown, but for Raw, mm. ratings somehow go up. No, they do. Yeah. They okay. Do. And let's be honest here. That universal title that he holds, we know that's not the real world title. The real world title is the one that Kofi has. Mm -hmm. Not this 
Fruit Loop piece of shit that he holds. You know what I'm saying? And Seth Rollins' run has been a bust. It has not been good. No. You know why Seth Rollins' run has been a bust? I'm going to tell you guys why. Because WWE pulled the trigger on Seth Rollins too late. He should have been Universal Champion last year when he was white hot. When he yeah. wrestled that, um, that uh, what was it, uh, that, that gauntlet match over an hour. Mm -hmm. That's We should have saw Lesnar Rollins at WrestleMania 34, not WrestleMania 35. Granted, we all wanted Rollins to win, but you know what's the problem? The, the whole him being champion started as a failure. You know why? Why? Because guys like AJ, guys like Brian, guys like Finn Balor, when they faced Brock Lesnar, even though they they caught losses, guess what? They got something out of it because they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lesnar. Yeah. For this two-minute match or whatever match that they had at WrestleMania, it was just as Rollins just like, Getting the upper hand with low blows and shenanigans. So it did nothing for Rollins. No. So the whole title win was a bust to begin with. As much as I'm a fan of Rollins, this face Rollins, it's it's done already. It's mm. done. We need to see heel Rollins again. We need to see a little blonde in his hair. We need to see the Rollins that we all despise when he was WWE world champion. His run was a bust. I don't mind Lesnar being champion. And for the all of you that people that are complaining like, oh, why did they put the title on Brock Lesnar? <laughs> You could guys uh -huh. could say that you're canceling your subscriptions, but guess what? You're gonna you're sign not. the subscriptions anyway. For the for the ones that actually kept their that kept their word and canceled your subscriptions a long time ago and still have no subscription, good for you. Because guess what? WWE is not the end all be all. No, There's and, so and many other companies that you could watch. Whether it's New Japan, MLW, Impact Wrestling, AEW. There's so much other wrestling that you could watch. Don't watch WWE. the and stop <laughs> bitching about it too. The worst part about it is they know exactly everything that's going on. So did you really cancel your subscription? Exactly. <laughs> Yo, it, it be so, and you know what's funny? I thought it was only Smarks that felt this way, but uh. no, it's WWE fans that feel this way too. Why is Brock Lesnar champion? Why is Brock Lesnar champion? Do you really enjoy the Seth Rollins? What round? else do you have? And he, the title he holds is not even the real world title. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my my whole thing is. Just let it play out. You know, we all saw this coming. Once they put Paul Heyman back in, in, in you know, the executive director's chair, we should have seen this coming. He the looks what? at Brock no, like. No, no. I think that call was made before that. No. You really I, you think know, so? I will, uh, this is what I will say. For everyone that thought that either Lesnar was going to have a failed cashing, I'm giving you a congratulations. You yeah. played yourself. <laughs> if they were going to put the briefcase on Lesnar, he was going to win a title regardless. What makes you even think that uh -huh. Lesnar was going to have a failed cashing? What no, are you guys no, no. fucking stupid? What, what, I th what I think is the timing of him cashing in and winning it. I think that that call was made before Heyman took over. You got a point. What's the next pay-per-view? Uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. That's their second biggest pay-per-view of the year. So You, you got to have Brock on there. And, and then on top... Seth Rollins' run has been has had been horrible, and what pisses me off most about this is the following night at Raw they hold they held a a ten man uh, battle royal to to crown the number one contendership. You know who the crowd wanted? Which partially I got they wanted either Roman or Orton or Big E to win this battle royal because yeah. the chance were specific for those three guys. Yeah. They didn't want Rollins to win, and what do they do? They make Rollins win the thing. Of course. <laughs> the, the, one of the very few times a New York crowd at that was yeah. cheering for Roman Reigns. For Rand Big E, it makes sense because Big E gets love from everyone. Yeah. But like Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, a smarky crowd in Long Island was cheering for Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. Yeah. 
Come on, man. And you put they didn't want Rollins to win. No. What's wrong with you guys? I would have been so Crowd pumped. Went dead when he won it. I would have been so pumped for a Randy Orton Lesnar feud because they have unfinished business there. Of course. I would have been pumped for that. Instead, you give us Rollins. Come on, man. What are you doing? I don't know. Nobody man. wants to see that. I'm sorry. And this is no disrespect to Seth Rollins. But what's funny is Karma's biting in the ass because he tried to belittle my boy Will Ospreay. And guess mm-hmm. what? They took the title off him. And guess what? He's not putting five, six, seven star matches like my boy Will Ospreay's doing right now in the G1. My, my uh, question to you would be if we turn Seth heel again, right? Who's going to be the major baby face on Monday Night Raw? Even though we get like Roman all the time on on Monday Night Raw, regardless, he's on the SmackDown roster. Who would be the the main babyface? Who would be the face of Monday Night Raw? Did you watch Raw this week? Yeah, yeah, I did. I think they unintentionally did some foreshadowing for us. Really? How did you see how Brock Lesnar looked at Ricochet? Oh, you think that they're gonna push Ricochet to the moon? At some point, I think so. I think. Yeah, I, I think so I think too. at some point too. It's he needs to get happen. those promos down though. You don't even have to get promo. Just have a minimal talking. Yeah. I'll, g- I'll give him a, Nak- a manager. I'll give you an example. Nak- Nakamura could work in the WWE if they didn't have him cut promos the way he did. He you, you saw that promo on SmackDown? It was horrible. They yeah. need to... Because Nakamura could work if they gave him like a New Japan type style booking where it's just no promos with the guy. He doesn't have to talk. Or maybe three, four words right. to get his point across and then that's it. We don't need to see promos with Nakamura. Nakamura was so over in NXT and guess what? He hardly ever cut promos. Yeah. He hardly ever talked. Yeah. He he At was all. so charismatic in NXT and this I'm and I'm saying NXT because it's part of the WWE world, right? Right. He didn't have to say one word. And the dude was super over and charismatic. What do you think about Braun Strowman? That's another guy. Listen. He looked great coming out of Extreme Rules. Braun Strowman. Yeah. Roman. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Roman Reigns. Yo, th- how much love did Roman Reigns get in Philly? A lot. Yo, this is the same building that booed him in 2015 that what? wanted nothing to do with them. Like Wasn't The Rock there too? Yeah, yeah that, that wanted nothing to do with Roman Reigns. Philly started the trend, man. Yo, man. Roman Roman Reigns. Yo, they fi- WWE finally is in a position where maybe they could finally... Put the title on Roman Reigns, yeah. and and people are gonna accept it. They wanted Roman Reigns to win the battle royal. Imagine how anyone bad but that would be. anyone but Seth Rollins, and and it, it hurts me to say that to, about because I'm I'm a big fan of Seth Rollins, but yo, real recognizes real. His title run was a bust, and it started off as a failure because of how he won it, and also they were a year behind. He should have been facing Lesnar at WrestleMania 34. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see where where it goes, man. I, I hope. Everything does work out for the Seth Rollins character down the line. And, you know, we uh, see him start to build some momentum in the next couple of weeks. And hopefully we want to see him with the title again. But, um, yeah, everything you said was pretty spot on about it, though. You know, I can't. By the way, I don't care who I pissed off either. I'm just saying. (laughs) Don't care. People don't want to hear the truth, but I'm just going to say it. Um, Two more things on WWE uh, run uh, that I want to talk about. Uh, Let's talk about this women's division because they kind of gave us some curveballs. But I'm going to actually take a a uh, Sammy-like line here and be a little bit optimistic about it. You're going to take a Sammy line? Yeah, I'm I'm going to look at how Sam views things because Sam is like one of the most optimistic dudes I know. So... We got Natalia and Becky for SummerSlam, and then on the SmackDown front, we got uh, Ember Moon and Bailey. That's and awesome. A lot of people were down on both, surprisingly, which kind of I kind of say maybe the Natalia front, mm-hmm. but I was surprised that people were so like down on Ember Moon and Bailey. So the Natalia and Becky Lynch, which kind of shocked people. A lot of people was thinking like maybe Alexa Bliss is going to win it. But know? why do you think people are shocked? 
because Natalia, it's like, you know, she's kind of at the tail end of her career, even though she's really great in the ring. Yeah. And she still looks great. And too. she still looks great, too. I think she even looks, she looks better now than what she looked 10 years ago, to yeah. be honest with you. I'll mm-hmm. agree with that, yeah. Um, And I guess because she's such, like, when she plays a heel, right? And not, she's not a heel now, but like when no. she plays characters, it doesn't come off genuine. It feels like she's playing a character. Cause like she's it's such, pushed. Because yeah. she's such a nice person. Like everybody knows she's just a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So Natalia wins this this match. It's, uh, it was a elimination fatal four way, which the crowd ended up shitting on because the match just went too long. And, and granted, I feel bad for the women getting harassed by the crowd, but the match just went too long. Um, now who's calling that? It's New though? York. It's New York. You should have expected. Yeah, yeah it. exactly. It's the match should have. If had... it's not making sense, the yeah. crowd is going to shit on it. So Natalia picks up the win, and we have a uh, Natalia goes on the mic and. Pretty much what I just said. She's so genuine, you know, putting Becky over. I'm happy that I'm going to be wrestling my friend, blah, 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 whatever. Becky was sitting, uh, like, you know, uh, near the, the ring the whole time during the whole match. So she got in the ring, and, you know, we get this cocky Becky Lynch kind of, like, belittling Natalia. And, yeah. And, you know, yeah, it was the cool. crowd, if you notice, wasn't necessarily feeling it too much, what no. Becky was saying. No. And there were, there, yo, yo, and there were a little, they were cheering. When Natalia was getting pumped up, yo, they were backing her. They they were supporting Natalia here. And you know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested about this Natalia and Becky Lynch um, match for the simple fact that that little back and forth that we got from, from Becky and Natalia, you know what it reminded me of? Hmm. It reminded me of Austin Brett. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Wow. It reminded me of Austin and Brett because at remember Austin was a heel at first, and during the beginning of their feud, Austin was just letting Brett have it. Like Brett yeah. stood for all. Go back good. and watch some of that yeah, stuff. It's it, some of the best it, WWF yeah. stuff ever. So it re- <laughs> it, I got I got those type of feels, and you guys could shit on a tie saying like, oh well, we don't want to see a tie. We want to be somebody else. They're gonna be in Toronto, and. You know, if, if it's not pro Natalia, it's going to be 50 50. Right. It's going to be because you, you get those crowds in Canada. And also, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Becky's run has been questionable. And mm-hmm. I love Becky Lynch. Yeah. But it's been a very questionable run, especially with her booking. The Lacey Evans feud has not helped her at one bit. Yeah, it's taken up her, the majority of her. Pairing her up with Seth Rollins. Has not helped out a lot, a lot. Yeah. So it's been questionable, and I see some fans, mm-hmm. not even like at shows, but also like in the interwebs. Yeah, they've kind of turned on Becky a little bit. Yeah, here, here's what I'll say about it. Uh, I'm just happy that we're actually going to get back to good wrestling in the women's division because it's been a lot of nonsense, in my opinion, with the Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. Uh, storyline with with Bailey, and then with this uh, Lacey Evans, uh, you know Becky Lynch feud. We haven't seen really good women's wrestling since Ronda Rousey has left. That, that, let me tell you something. For everybody that that was getting tired of Ronda Rousey or whatever, or just didn't like her, man, I give you all congratulations because yo, there's a <laughs> She's void. Missed. She's there's missed. a void. Mm-hmm. So and the women's division hasn't been the women's division she, since she left. Since WrestleMania, we've been getting. Given a lot of nonsense, we're getting a shit show. That's we're getting a lot of story. <laughs> it's more story than than what we actually like, which is the in ring product. If you think that we're 
not going to win by getting these two matches, well, I got a congratulations. You played yourself. These four women are absolutely the top tier of the women's division. Natalia can still go. She yeah. can, she's, she's better now than who she was 10 years ago. And for the people that are down on Ember and Bailey, I wanted Ember and Asuka for WrestleMania for the SmackDown right. women's title. And they completely, you know, crucified us with that for putting the belt on uh on charlotte for mm. no reason you know because yeah. we didn't that could have just been a raw women's title match it didn't well, wasn't that like out. the week before like yeah it was literally the week before <laughs> i would have loved to seen oscar and ember moon because it would have been a throwback especially for the new york and jersey crowd yeah. from their nxc stuff yeah uh you have antonio tovio saying natalia's promos are much better now than 10 years ago yeah and we got to remember when a new uh female superstar hits you know raw or smackdown who they usually put them in the ring with Natty. Yeah. Natty usually is the one that will let, you know, Vince know if they're ready, if they're not ready. Um, we're going to get a great match on both ends, and I feel like SummerSlam is going to be a must-see must pay-per-view. Yeah, and, where, you know, a Extreme Rules was so good, you know, for, uh, for everyone that, that shitted on Extreme Rules because of that Brock Lesnar win. I'll give you all congratulations because the show was good. Yeah, it was the Mario. show. Fun and we're not, there, and we're not even saying that because we were at the show because I went back and watched it too. The show was a great show, yeah, really was, good really show. It was really fun to actually and, do that, and even going back to stopping grounds, you know, besides those last two matches, that was a, a pretty good show too. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had to eat my words. We were kind of down on it before uh, we, we went into it. We um, we were really down on it, actually. I but then I watched it, and I was like, well, I got to say, that was a good show. Um, and Extreme Rules, I thought, was better than Stopping Ground. And I, I think that was – there's an argument to be made. Maybe Extreme Rules was the best show of that weekend because you had other wrestling shows happening that weekend, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's just give these matches a chance, especially this women's division, because, you know, you're going to get – Two great matches because Bailey and Ember could work too, man. Yeah, you have uh, Gadiel Soto. I'm sorry, saying Natty is a vet, so she does kind of need a, l- a little uh, title run. You could give her that because we'll w- when was she the the champion last? It was a while, right? Didn't so, she have a run with the SmackDown? Yeah, she did uh, have a run with the SmackDown title. Uh, Chris Brown saying, "Let's not forget the women's tag belts have been virtually forgotten about too as well." Yeah, that, that you we're know, gonna the, get. Um, the Asuka, what's him call it? The, the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, and, and, and what, what, what did you call them? You. Uh, Leo, what did you call them last time? I don't remember. The Sweet and Sour Experience. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I had to look for it. All right. Well, that's <laughs> that's our WWE the chatter. Um, let's um, let's talk about. I was gonna say the Ting Chong Challengers, but that's really no, racist. No, no, oh, no, 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 too far, too far, too, 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 too far, brother. Too, too far. No. Too far. No! Is a disgusting. All right, let's talk about AEW. And for <laughs> once, what? you know what? What? I'm not too excited to talk about all elite wrestling. I, Why not? Because the show, you know, we're not trying to hate on AEW, but we got to call a spade a spade because mm. we're we we talk the truth on this show, whether people like it or not. Five possible six. Go. The show was the weakest out of the three, and in many ways, I think the show was a bust. Why? Mm. You know, um, man, the yep. venue. Let's talk about the po- let's talk about the positives. Yes, the venue was great. I love the venue. I love mm-hmm. the look of it. I think uh, commentary was better than Double or Nothing, but not as good as uh, Fighter Fest because I think Golden Boy 
needs to take um what's the dude's name Alex Marvez. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to take his spot because I'm not a fan of Alex, Alex Marvez. Marvez needs to chill the fuck yeah, out. Uh, he needs to either get like a backstage role or something. He's not good on commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but but on a positive note, it was better than a double or nothing on commentary. Okay. Um, you know the the show didn't start out good. You had Britt Baker getting a concussion in in yeah. a in a women's tag match. Um, at one point she tagged her wrong partner that's how bad she was so you know i hope she she makes it out okay i didn't see that i'm sorry um, for smirking but I, I didn't see that uh, i hope that was I, on the pre-show that was on the pre-show the buy um i hope she's all right you know uh there's an, another injury room apparently in that three on three mjf i think got a little yes. elbow injury mm-hmm. but he also signed the, uh, a, a multi-year deal with AEW. so i think once uh his contract is up with mlw he'll be specifically only AEW going forward so good for him um yeah you know the show um it just didn't live up to any expectations that i had um the, the well, wh- why do you think that it didn't live up live up to you think that your bar just, was set too high or i think coming out of fighter fest because that show was so good and in many uh-huh. ways that show was better than double or nothing i was like man because fighter fest didn't have no type of like uh steam behind it Mm-hmm. Right. And that show just came to the surprise oh, of all more of like us. a throwaway. Yeah, and that yeah. show came, you know, as a surprise to everybody. Why? Like, wow, mm-hmm. this was better than Double or Nothing. This was such a great show. And but, then, that, but that's what I'm saying. Do you think like maybe you set the bar too? Well, they high? were promoted fight fight for the fallen more than they did with Fighter Fest. Yeah. So when they promoted that much, you think like, okay, this has got to be a must watch show, right? Right, right. Um, you know, Omega and Seam and, and Chima, they killed it. They, they had the best yes. match of the night. Their yes, match was, was really, really good. Surprisingly, I didn't I knew it was gonna be a good match because it's like what it's mm-hmm. Kenny Omega match, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't think that they were gonna kill it the way they did. Now what is the name of the double knees move that he does? Chima? I forget the the defendant. The, 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 I know what move he's Salami about. or something like that. I just think if he's gonna keep doing that, don't keep saying the name of the move. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the things that bothered me a little bit throughout that match. Like he he must have done the the knee spot on the back and on the shoulders about thirteen times, mm-hmm. and I heard the name of the move about twenty two times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like call it once and then do something else. You know what I mean? Like I but uh, but you're right. That was to me the, one of the better matches. That of the was night. the best match of the night. Oh, uh, yeah. one uh, well, another match that was really good, but it was questionable on the booking behind it was Kip Sabin and Adam Page. The match was good. Both yeah. guys could go, but what I question is like why is a world title contender right? Having a competitive match with Kip Saban, if Kip Saban was on the pre-show on Double or Nothing, yeah. so it's like, why but, is he even having a competitive match with him? But like, did you have a storyline behind that? No, there was no story. They were behind. just put together. They were just put together, random match. So, now, do you think if they were on TV, you would be able to put a storyline? Something. Together? Give me yeah. something. We it, I think that's what we're missing right now. Okay. The, the TV. Also, yeah. um, Jericho came out and you. Yo, Adam Page caught hands and feet from Jericho, mm-hmm. and then later on in the night, Jericho just cut an amazing promo. Jericho's yo, he's the goat. He, yeah. he's the goat, man. Jericho's just a man. Yeah. Um, what I'll say about the show is, I, I wouldn't call it a complete bust, but it was probably the the worst out of the three shows that they've had so far. What we're missing is is story, and if you're not watching all Elite uh, on uh, YouTube. on YouTube, you don't really know what's going on. I remember watching the main event and it seemed like the Rhodes brothers were almost like heels. They were wrestling like heels. Okay. So and coming out of double or nothing, you think of them as the baby faces going against the young bucks. Now, I don't know. That's just the way I looked at it. And I would have booked that tag match completely different. Like cut the ring in half, have, 
you know, the Young Bucks beat the shit out of Cody. Or, because, du- or Dustin. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the whole thing was that the Rose brothers weren't there for each other. Like, Dustin was on the road. So pl- play into that. Play that story out in the ring. Instead, mm-hmm. you had a back and forth where both teams are, are doing heel shit. And I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, all right, this is a good match. Also, also the crowd didn't help out in that match, too. They just seemed no. like out of it. They seemed like they weren't really into the no. match. And, and it's not like the match was horrible because it mm-hmm. wasn't a horrible match. It's just like, why? It, 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 as a like, viewer, why are we here? Why are we here and why are we watching right. this? That's that's the vibe I got. And mm-hmm. not, even, they weren't even SCU and the, and the Lucha Brothers told a better story in their yeah. tag match. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Sammy. Right? So mm-hmm. you don't have TV, right? But and you said if you don't watch... Uh, being the elite, then you're going to be out of it, right? Or, right. The, or the road to whatever. Okay, like, but what I'm saying is, let's say somebody sees, oh, okay, Goldust is in this. Let me let me check it out. Oh, Jericho's in this. Let me check it out, right? Do you think there's more of an issue of whoever's putting the package together before the match to be able to tell you that story, even if you don't follow being the elite? I think if you didn't watch Double or Nothing or Fighter Fest and you watched this, you probably thought that it was a great show, mm-hmm. you know, but I think you said it earlier. Our expectations are up here now. Yeah. You had two really good shows. Oh, of course. Now, if you missed those two shows and you just watched this, there was some great wrestling here. Um, but I'm watching it from a guy that's been watching mm-hmm. wrestling for 30 years. I wanted more. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted now, more. Now, let, let me, let me. I expected more. Let me add to this, right? If you go back and watch a lot of the 90s WWE, 19, even up to like 98, 99s, right? Right. Even if, let's say you forgot about a pay-per-view, right? Let's say all of a sudden you forgot about uh, uh, Royal Rumble 91. Right. And you watch Royal Rumble 91. Those video packages get you up to speed within the three minutes that that video package is in, is in there. Yeah, and they had video packages for Double or Nothing. Yes, but I, the problem is that they did not get you up to speed the right way. That's true. Visually, they looked really good, but storyline, it didn't make sense right. because that's the whole point of that video package. You can have a video package that looks awesome but doesn't say anything, kind of like what, what Mario said before about Daniel Bryan. You had Daniel Bryan go up there and say absolutely nothing. Visually, it looked good because he was talking on the mic, the beard, the shirt, you know what I mean? But you need those video packets to actually get you within those three and a half minutes. Oh, I'm ready. I know what Brett and and Stone Cold are here for. I know how it started. I know what led up to this. So now I'm ready to watch this. Yeah. To, to add on what Leo was saying right now, too, about video packages. Like, we know John Moxley's on the G1 right now, so he couldn't be at the show. Why couldn't, after the Kenny Omega match, throw a video package of John Moxley like saying, cutting a promo on Kenny Omega? They could have done that. That was a huge missed opportunity from all of you. Just put the vest that he wears in the center of the ring. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they couldn't necessarily do that because it was like kind of an open, so there's too much light. No, they no, but I'm saying like, like find out a way how to do yeah, that. Find, they, or, they put, or put a mannequin up or, on the or, top. Or something. Or yeah. so they could have done something. That was a huge miss, a huge miss from all Elite wrestling, especially... In many ways, this is like what your go away show before all out because you're not going to have any more shows. Yeah. I don't think any. They ran out of time too at the end. Uh, Again, so let let's you know what that's great that you brought that up. I think. Listen, I like the whole Cody Rhodes breaking the throne thing at Double or Nothing. That was cool, but let's not always bring the competition up. I don't think you, you're helping your your product doing that. Like, stop yes. doing that. Now, that's true. TNT starts. You forget about the WWE. Yeah. You don't mention them again. 
especially for and, and then also and this is going for like a little uh, I guess like political standpoint of it you know which has nothing to do with wrestling but like listen the cons are multi-billionaires right of course we all know that we mm-hmm. all know what they own okay it's all on the open so like this show was a charity show cool the cons are worth billions mm-hmm. and they're like waving the check that they raise 150,000 yeah. like like to and the cons put like 15 grand or something like that seems a <laughs> Put little it up a little bit more there. Yeah, even if they had to work it, like yeah. gimmick it a little like bit. It's a million like, dollars. <laughs> yeah, they could have done something yeah. like that, like gimmick it to make it. Hey, look what all elite wrestling's doing. But like for coming from a multi-billion billionaire family, know, and I... it's only a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, it would have been nice. Like, hey, the Khan family put one million dollars, and then everyone. And the audience raised up to one hundred fifty thousand, or maybe you bump it up to two hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Do it something like that. You could work it. You know what I'm saying to make it look good on TV. Yeah. But like they're showboating a hundred and fifty thousand dollar check, and it's a multi billionaire family. It just I, didn't sit well with okay. me. Okay, so uh, remember how we were talking about off the air, uh, Sammy? Right. Make it seem that it's bigger than what it is. Yeah. So that's what you need the Khan family to do, even though it's only a percentage. Of the money that you have put into this venture in AEW, but like Mario's saying, fake it, make it seem like it uh, bigger than what it is. You know, at the end of the day, if you're gonna put in any type of uh, of charity stuff, you're gonna get tax write-offs at the end of the day. You know, yeah. people don't need to know where the money's coming from. You could put 150 from AEW, 150 from Fulham, 150 from the Jaguars. Boom, you got a million dollars there. But again, make it seem a lot bigger than what it is. Because right now, and, and this is coming from me that I didn't watch the show because, you know, I watched the, the, the short version of it the day after. But to me, it didn't make sense. Like, why would you need to do that? Like, that's something that you leave for a post. That's something that you leave for afterwards. Yeah. What, what I'll say, I don't think that they should um, inflate the numbers if they're not actually giving the money. Um what I, what I do think is maybe that the camera shouldn't have been rolling or like you said, save it for an Instagram post yeah. or, um, you know, any time somebody gives, you know, that's cool. The way I see it, you know, the number, it, it could have maybe been bigger, but at least they're giving mm-hmm. something. Um, but don't you think it looks kind of like fucked yeah. up that a multi-billion billionaire family and it's like, hey, they put ten thousand or whatever the number is. That looks shady, like, like, dude. dude. I think they spend one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on sneakers. Now we don't know what you know what they spend with their money on, but you would think if they have I, that I, I much just, money, I, I think it looks. It, it doesn't. It makes me quite as a as a. And this is, has nothing to do with wrestling. This is yeah. a completely different discussion. Of course, but it's our fucking the, show. We the, fa- the, the fact want. that they Go. put it on camera. Yeah, and I, I forget cheesy. who it was. If it was, Co- I think it had to have been Cody. That it said was Cody. This. It was Cody. Says like, oh, and the cons put in 15, or whatever the number was. Yeah. It's like, but you're multi-billionaires. Yeah. Like, that seems kind of. Billionaires with a B. Like, that, they own the building, the venue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're that, multi-billionaires. Like, even, okay, maybe if they didn't put a million, mm-hmm. but maybe if they would have put half a mil, it would have been. Something yeah. you know what I'm saying, like it, it, it made it like Cody the way they said it. The Khan family put ten thousand dollars. That's chump change yeah. for them. That's don't, like you, the, don't you? <laughs> okay, as, forget about wrestling fandom here. Doesn't right. that make you question the family a little bit? Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Sammy. let's be honest here. Come on, Sammy. Let's don't you? Uh, 
Well, remember what Jr. said at the meeting. Oh, no, here we go. <laughs> he said that they didn't hold on to any of the gate, and it, it raised over three hundred thousand dollars. So they, okay, but okay, they may add that have, number. Add that number to that one fifty. Okay, yeah, exactly three hundred thousand dollars. Imagine if they would have put in the rest to make it a million. Come on, man, that wasn't gonna hurt because you, you got three hundred. You got one fifty. You're up to four fifty now. Yeah. Right. And then how many people were actually victims? Uh, you know, there, there was a bunch, right, for that Jacksonville shooting. At least but, uh, that was but, one of the biggest it, shootings in American history. Yeah, right? but but again, like yeah. they and, and to Mario's point, look how much money they have. That's like if if we get together to buy a case of beer and we we show up with a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. No, 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 not, no. But you know, look, 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 look. Let's say if they didn't put million dollars down, forget about the million dollars, uh, right? Let's say if they raised three hundred thousand, like what Sam yeah. said, right? Put in the rest to make it a full million. Of course, that's not gonna hurt them. Yeah. Yo, Cody's like, oh, ten thousand. Oh, in the conference, we put fifteen thousand. It doesn't. It just uh, they they donated to use Prius. Yeah, dude. Like, come on, bro. Like, there's no and listen. This is a, a completely oh, different discussion, man. but like, it just didn't uh, sit well with me. It uh, just seemed because we know what the cons are worth. We know course. all the shit, shit that they own. We can come up with fifteen thousand if we wanted I, to. Listen, my credit is banging. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, dude. Like, there's no defending that. Yeah. No, no, you can't, Sammy. <laughs> Hey man, whenever and whenever somebody tries to give out of the kindness of their heart, uh-huh. I'm gonna say, you know, that's good, Mister Optimistic, bro, Mister Optimistic. Could the number have been bigger? Absolutely, they got a lot of money, but you know, they try to do something nice. Let's just give them the credit. No, 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 but but it is nice. it is nice, Sammy. And, it's and nice but cheap. Let's be honest here. <laughs> it's nice but cheap. It, and. Listen, ten thousand dollars ain't nothing to them. So let's no. let's get that kindness of your heart bullshit out of here, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. That's my boy. That's let's my boy. Get, Go ahead, Mario. Let's get this kindness out of the heart bullshit out of here. Ten thousand ten thousand dollars means nothing to the Khan family. Yeah. And the way Cody said it was like, oh wow, bro. They, it's they a lot probably of money spend, to me, man. <laughs> they probably uh, spend no, more but you're, money. You're, but you're you're missing <laughs> the point. Of course, ten thousand dollars is a lot of money to us. I know. But this is a family that's worth. It. Billions. They, they yeah. probably spent more money on the grass at the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Ten thousand dollars means shit to them, dude. <laughs> All right, uh, one more thing on AEW, and then we'll wrap up with AEW. <sighs> How do we feel about Tolly Blanchard being the manager for Sean Spears? It's so fucking random. Yeah, yeah it's a little weird. Maybe it's a way it. to get Tessa when her contract's up with Impact and uh, Wow. Ah, so you see it like Maybe they're trying to like oh we got your father over here we're taking care of him come on over you can so they so travel pretty with much your family so pretty much what they're doing is like the same thing they did with the check how they were going like this with the check that they raised one hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> like hey we got your father here you want to uh-huh. sign with AEW uh-huh. that's what yeah, they're doing I mean we gave him a job we gave him a job we gave him a job and we gave him we more gave than one hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah that's probably that's probably just a a part of Jericho's contract if you think about it. Yo, you know you're not a helping. Part. The, you know you're not helping the cons case by saying this, right? Yeah. I know, man. I'm not defending them. I'm just saying they gave money. You know, it's a it's a noble act. They didn't have to give it. <laughs> He's ah man. They didn't that, have to do bro, anything. They, they, okay, Sam. Okay, well, okay, Sam. I gotta go, I gotta go back to this because I like it, it. Mind boggles me that Sam doesn't see it. No. Like. <laughs> Fuck about the noble, being noble yeah, and kindness yeah, of the that. heart. Fuck that shit. You promoted an event for <laughs> charity. 
The whole promotion of this event was charity for the Jacksonville, um, the the the, the, the killings, the shootings, yeah. which were one of the biggest. What in the United States or in, in the world? It, it was one in, in the, the United US, States, yes. right? In the U.S. Okay, okay. Cody parades them in in, in the ring, talking about like, and the Khan family gave ten thousand dollars. You're really gonna sit me sit here and tell me with a straight face <laughs> that it was a noble and the kindness of their heart? Fuck that shit, man! What, what do they get out of that? That's like if we donate that yeah. money right there. Yeah, here. Hey, 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 you know, I'm gonna donate this stuff for fucking charity. You know, but I'm worth billions of fucking dollars. Fuck about. Listen, man, I'm all for AEW. That doesn't. Listen, just this take for me has nothing to do like I'm bashing AEW and I'm not really watching them when they're on TNT. But it made me question the Khan family. Yeah. They're worth fucking billions. $10,000, dude? You're worth billions. <laughs> and and my mind boggles me because you're such a positive guy that you're going to talk about being noble and kindness of your heart? Hey, here's the thing, man. <laughs> I haven't donated anything. I mean, if I had it, I probably would. But We're not multi-billionaire, Sam. Well, yes, how much Sam. has Vince donated? But see, but we bash Vince about yeah. a lot of whole bunch of other shit, too. Yeah. Okay, listen, we went through a whole thing about Saudi Arabia, which you try to defend like, mm. oh, but, you know, maybe they're doing... I'm like, bro, they're doing business in Saudi Arabia. They're fucking shady. That's blood money. That's blood money. So we, we, we already went uh. down the rabbit hole of the WWE. Okay, you're trying to make it seem like AEW, it's about um, health insurance and doing things the right way. It's about the town. It's about the people, X, Y, Z. And I'm not saying that they're not doing these things. But right. if you're trying to make yourself... Anti WWE, everything that's wrong with the WWE, we're gonna do better, right? Okay. Ten thousand dollars and you're multi billionaires. Come on, Sam. It doesn't sit well with me, man. It's something fishy about it. It's yeah. it's. You know what? It's it kind of makes you kind of question like Kenny Omega's tweet. Also, that's probably why the Khan family told Kenny Omega to take your tweet down because it's like. You know, he went about the tweet about counter-programming mm -hmm. or whatever, and it kind of led to, like, you know, questioning the whole Saudi Arabia deal. Okay, WWE's doing business in Saudi Arabia, right? But, yeah, you're doing this promotion about, like, charity and this, this, and that, but you're multi-billionaires. They only donate $10,000? That's tax money. By the way, Jessica Hoffman's saying she's dying over there. <laughs> I'm just, listen, it, listen, and, and listen, it's it, it just me as a, I guess... My morals, I guess, it just feels kind of weird for me. No, because and this has nothing to do with wrestling. But it, it, you know, and some people might just not even give a shit. But for me, right, if it's a family that's worth, you're multi-billionaires, right? Oh. And then Sam was like, "Well, I never donate." Then again, we're not multi-billionaires. No, you know what I'm saying? But, but even if we were to donate, right? So let's say your, your average income right now, what you're making, let's say sixty thousand, right? So if you compare that to the cons worth billions, right? It's like you donating ten dollars, and then you spending more money on the check. To show that you donated those $10. How much do you think that giant check cost them? Like $300. Damn. That's expensive, bro. Dude. It's I, just, I looked into it. That's why it, I know. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, it's like you're promoting this event. It's for charity yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And this and that. And then Cody goes on the mic talking about counter-programming and whatever. <laughs> you're, you're, but you're, promo you're promoting this fucking show yeah. about charity. That's the build of this show. Fight for the fallen, right? Of course. Yet, the cons... Donated what? No, 10, but, but, 15 again, grand? but again, they have different ventures, right? Mm -hmm. So each venture is worth yeah. millions, and they got their money tied into. Certain no, 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 no. But, Sh but no. should they have maybe uh, hey, given hey, more money? Hey, yeah, hey, but. I'm going the other way, Sammy. What? I'm going the other way. 
because each venture that you each company that you put into right. when you're worth that much money you want to go ahead and donate right mm -hmm. so this is the perfect opportunity for you to take all your ventures that we know about right so the analytics company the jacksonville jaguars that's two aw that's three fulham uh, soccer club that's four you have four of them so if you take fifteen thousand for each of them and donate it in that's already sixty thousand that you've put in mm. you know what i mean so and again at the end of the day that's all tax write-off yeah because and, and you take every venture and that's four that i just off the top of my head but now like mario said you're worth this much money now take that fifteen thousand let's make it sixteen so it's a lot easier right you basically took four thousand from each of those ventures to put that in that money in four thousand again we can come up with four thousand how profitable do you think aew is right now not at all <laughs> not at all red. man but, that's but, why the no 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 but they're with, losing money on no 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 but with they, any they, company they guess what they, they get a congratulations for fucking doing a charity event then no, 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 but but that's fine. That's fine. If they want, if they, if they improv, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I listen, man. I'm gonna be real here. Go ahead. They promoted this fucking charity. Oh, no, we're doing a charity or whatever. That's fine. And your company's not profitable yet. Then that's your that's your fault. Maybe and, you should have never done a charity. And by, event. And by the or, way, uh -huh. or 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 done a charity event, but not promoted as a charity event. Yes, just maybe, taking the money. Maybe promote it as just a regular event, and then at the end of the show, be like, "Here's the deal, guys." This was a charity event all along, and not have the fucking cons parade with a stupid fucking check. Yeah. Hey, that would have had more value. Yes, it would have had a lot more value, yeah. and it would have made people there feel special. Like, of wow, course. we helped out a cause without even knowing it. So now you hook them. Now you have them. Now they're gonna come for the next one. And guess the the news, and then the news is like, wow, AEW does a good deed. Blah blah blah. Instead. You have fucking marks like us fucking criticizing a fucking con family. I'm not criticizing them. <laughs> no, you want to defend them, which you're failing miserably. I'm not, I'm not defending anybody. I'm <laughs> and, just and, saying, and, if and you're then, giving out of the kindness of your heart. And then you have Papa Khan over there for the first time on TV <laughs> with a fucking $150,000 check that I'm pretty sure he spent more money on that bitch. I can't do it. With this. this guy, yo, I can't fucking with this guy. Yo, yo. My man said, kindness of your heart. <laughs> You're still with that shit? Kind of. You know what? Bro, I, I, I can't do this anymore. It's your show over. <laughs> Thank you, guys. No, no, no. no we're, not, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Nah. I, yo, he goes again with kindness of your heart. Have you, are, what is, What's the name of the episode? <laughs> the kindness, kindness of, of your heart. heart. That's it. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Because oh, we have more. Let's No, nah, we have more ground to cover. <laughs> <laughs> we have more ground to cover. So, did you guys watch Evolve at all on the network? Fuck Evolve! Kind of I tried. I tried. I really did. After Fight for the Fall, I turned it on and I <laughs> yeah, fell asleep. Fight for the Fall was such a piece of shit show that we had to watch Evolve. No, no, no. It wasn't a piece of shit show. Um, I, you know what? I really enjoyed the Evolve show because these are guys that I've been seeing in the in the last yeah. months and a couple of years in um in Queens. Right. Um, and I've seen this uh, these guys and like Austin Theory and, J and J.D. Drake, which had a phenomenal match, and, and Matt Riddle and Drew Gulak going back to the days from Catchpoint, which was a stable back in Evolve. Um, it was great to see a lot of these guys that don't necessarily, maybe people not sure of, or be like like a guy like A.R. Fox. They're like, oh, I remember A.R. Fox. What happened to him? And then you see him on the network, pop up on the network. Right. And, you know, him and Leon Ruff, they win the the evolved tag titles uh, against the Awano, Eddie Kingston and, and Joe Gacy. Which Eddie Kingston, he's a 
independent wrestler, uh, wrestling legend, and Joe Gacy has been on the come up for the past couple of years. So it, I love the fact that they showed a lot of shine to some of these sounds that people may may not even heard of, or be like, "Hey, I've seen Air Fox before." Oh wow, right. he's uninvolved. Eddie Kingston's that dude, man. Yeah, he's great. He's great on the mic. Um, I love his promos, and he's the Vol Show was really really good. Um. One thing I wanted to talk about was Austin Theory because WWE, if Vince retires or something, let's hope so. Man, Austin Theory is gonna be big if Vince is not in charge. Austin Theory, mark my words, could be as big as John Cena, as The wow. Rock. You think he could be that big? Because mm-hmm. this guy's only twenty-two. Okay. I'll, I'll even go a step further. If Vince retires with with the Triple H leading the ship, you have your next Rock and Austin, you have your next Brett and Sean, you have your next Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior, you have your mm-hmm. next Cena and Orin and Austin Theory and Velveteen Dream. That's your money match right there for a WrestleMania in somewhere five years, six years from now, because they're both young. When they're in their thirties, they could be headlining WrestleManias because Austin Theory is the full package. Velveteen Dream is the full package, and they're yeah. both charismatic as hell. Why do you say when Vince retires, you don't think Vince will be? Because if Vince is still leading the ship, he's, he's gonna make gonna Austin Theory a Rob Conway. You remember Ron Conway? Uh, yeah, I remember Ron Conway. He's your next Rob Conway <laughs> if, uh, if Vince is still leading the ship. If they're not, if he's not leading the ship, and it's Triple H. I'm telling you, Austin Theory and Velveteen Dream could you be your next Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's your money feud because they're both young. Okay. They're both young, and they both could go on the mic. Austin Theory, congrats to him. He won the World Wrestling Network for, uh, Network Championship for the second time, beating um, J.D. Drake, which J.D. Drake is amazing, dude. The the You look at him, he looks like he doesn't even look like a wrestler. He looks like a guy that should be driving like a truck or something. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> but the man could go, man. He's just a man's man. He's the real man's man. You know what I'm saying? There you go. He's just Marlboro Reds. He Marlboro Reds, Bud fucking Wise drinking beer. beer, like you know, Keystone Light. Like you know, he's just a man's man. Keystone Light. He's just a man's man, and they, and this is not the first time the, uh, Austin Theory and uh, JD Drake has worked. Um, they, I've seen him a bunch of times in Evolve in person, like literally feet away from me. Wow, mm. I was loud. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, the match was great. Um, I recommend if, for those people that didn't watch the Vault show to go watch that. Uh, and also Adam Cole and um, Adam Cole, th- baby, and Tazawa, they they killed it too. Uh, I think ahead. you should think you should go, go handle go, go. that. And Tazawa, they they killed it. They killed it in their match also. And then you had Gargano coming out. Um, yes. Okay. You know, having a face off with uh, Adam Cole, which now we found out this week we're gonna get a three stages of hell match. Between Cole and Gargano, Cole and Gargano 3 is going to be three stages of hell. Do we want to do any predictions on what those three matches could be? Hmm. Lat? No. Well, I quit maybe the first one? Or, or how, 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 does it, how do you I set it up? Know. though? How, how do I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a... Dale. I'm going to say... <sighs> first one. Regular match, I quit. Ladder. But why would you have three stages of hell if the first one is going to be just a regular match? That's Make that a bef- submission. It's happened before. I, I quit in submission. It just happened before, okay, too. No. And I quit in submission. It's pretty much technically yeah. the same thing. What about last mm. man standing? Mm. Chair? I, I was qu- thinking last man standing for the last one. Make that the 
the third stage, but I don't know where to put the other two stages. I don't know. I feel like the the, the I, I, do you think my they gut, bring in my a gut tells me cage? that the last it could be a steel cage. My gut tells me that that last match is gonna be a ladder match. I don't know. That's what my gut tells me. I could be wrong here. Well, you have to have the payoff. Yeah, my gut tells me that the last match could be a ladder match. What? But it also could be last man standing. What was the Stone Cold Triple H three stages of hell? I know one was a cage. I think the other one was like a no DQ, and I can't think of the third one. It was a regular match, right? Regular. I think it was. I think it was a regular match. Maybe they go the same route there. They could. They could. It could be a cage. You know what? You know what they could do too. You know what? I wouldn't mind. But just just to have that as a third match, I feel like it, it might not be necessarily good. Like one thing I they they haven't done in NXT, which I wouldn't mind it with the NXT talent. Give me a Hell in a Cell, man. In NXT. Yeah. Give me a Hell in a Cell match. That would be dope. You know, it's different. They haven't done it yet. They NXT, haven't done right? it yet. I think Gargano and Cole would be the perfect two guys to do it with. And this this is going to be in the same arena that SummerSlam is going to be yeah, in. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you Why guys are talking not? about uh, Stone Cold and Triple H. Mm-hmm. No Way Out 2001. Uh, phone number one, uh, the match was a traditional wrestling match, mm-hmm. which Steve Austin won after hitting the stunner. Phone two, the stipulation, it was a street fight. Told you. Uh Triple H yeah. won with the pedigree. And, then and number three cage. was a steel cage match yeah. ending the one saw. Right. Uh, Austin uh, hit Triple H in the head with a barbed wire covered in two by four. The exact moment Triple right. H hit Steve Austin in the head with a sledgehammer. And there you go. Steve Austin went on to be the Rock of the WWE Championship later on that day. He was right. Or later on. That was No no Mercy 2001? Uh, yeah. No, No Way Out 2001. No Way Out. Uh, the second three stages of hell match was Triple H, world champion against Shawn Michaels. Armageddon 2002. The third, I know the third fall yeah. was a ladder match. Uh, first fall, oh, I pass. First fall, uh, street fight. Second one, uh, Ric Flair got involved. <laughs> Woo! It doesn't even say what it was. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say. Not, uh, it says fall two. Not only Sean were a bloody mess. Uh, so far, Ric Flair who got involved. Triple H, uh, he won regular wrestling match number two, and then number three was the ladder. Ladder match on that one. Uh, Those and then, are some matches that I just forgot. You know, I know that they were out there, but yeah. I need to rewatch those. The things. last one, John Cena and Ryback, uh, Payback 2013. And what? It, yeah. Uh, the first fall was a lumberjack match. The second fall was a no! tables match. And the third one was an ambulance match. No! No! Let's go to the other ones. <laughs> go ahead. I actually remember that match. You know that, why? Because I, I remember in that lumberjack match, uh-huh. John Cena does a, a crossbody on like 20. <laughs> and everybody fucking sold it like a bunch of schmucks. I'll tell you what, man. Some of the more of the recent stuff, I can't remember. But when you go back to 97, 98, 2000, like I knew that Austin and, and Triple H had a three stages of hell match. I couldn't recall what the pay-per-view is, but. I didn't even remember Cena and Ryback having one. No, me neither. I, I, don't, I didn't remember any of them. That happened just remember right now. a couple years ago. That's crazy. Uh, one more thing about the Evolve. Paul Heyman made his return at the ECW Arena, too. He uh, Really? I he, didn't see he, Well, you should have watched the Evolve show. <laughs> <He> <laughs> cut, the hell? You he, don't watch? He cut a promo um, kind of just thanking the Philly, the Philly audience and saying that he feels like he's back home. And then he did. He was actually the... He, the announcer for um, the J.D. Drake and um, Austin Theory uh, match, and he put both guys over in the announcements, which was incredible. 
Uh, and it was it was really a, a, a you know it was a, a good feel moment for Paul and even for you as a viewer watching Paul back at the ECW arena and seeing all the love that he was getting from these. I gotta watch crowd. that now, man. And it makes perfect sense too for him to show up at an Evolve show at the ECW arena. Gabe Sapolsky was under Paul Heyman back at the ECW days. That's true. So it makes perfect sense. Uh, Liveabout.com, who are the only three wrestlers to win an ambulance match. There's only been three of them. Uh, No, The Undertaker. The Undertaker won it. Uh, Then you had, uh, we were talking about here, John Cena. Uh, And the Lunatic Fringe versus the Eater of Worlds uh, was the last one that you had. They had an ambulance match? Yep. Hell in a Cell, 2014. All right, let's keep. So, okay, so we had three shows last weekend. The we had the Evolve show, the, the, the Extreme Rules from WWE, and then Fight for the Fallen. I think we could all say WWE won the weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. When they step it up, they ha- they have the talent. When they're emotionally invested, it, it's like it's funny because Cody goes on mic, right, <laughs> and goes like, "Oh, you can't counter program. You know what we're doing." Oh, uh, check this out, fam. We actually did, and we put out two better shows than you did. Can't kind of program a movement. Uh, Chris Brown St. Heyman also said that he was handling, he's handing over the ECW arena to Evolve as well. That's what Heyman said in, uh, in that Evolve show. Yeah, but it's it, always going to be the ECW arena. One, you know, yeah. especially from where from, everybody's going to call it. selling it, though. Yeah, you know se- no, of course. And it, it, rightfully so, Paul Heyman did the right thing by saying, of oh, it's the Evolve Arena. Fun fact, Evolve doesn't run often at the ECW arena. No, so why don't. would you call the Evolve they Arena? Run, you know what I'm saying? They run more often in New York than Jose New York. Jose yeah. Gonzalez, what up to the Regans of Wrestling? What up, Ricans? Rican a- Club? He's saying WWE definitely won last weekend. They won. They they not only was the Evolve show, which is pretty much the farming system for the WWE at of this course. point. Evolve had a great show, and Extreme Rules was a great show too. Regardless, if you schmucks were bent out of shape because Brock Lesnar won, it was a great show. And uh, the Ricans were actually at the AEW show. That's right. That's right. They mm-hmm. were at the AEW. What's show. What's going on, Jose? That's right. That's Look right. alive there, Sammy. What up, Jose? I'm tired, man. It's hot in here, brother. <sighs> we got the all right. <laughs> Let's talk about Jeff Hardy. My man got arrested again. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Pe- do we, people, people do we, are ha- do we have some thoughts about this? I think it's a red flag, man. No. I think it's a red flag. Um, I'm worried about him. Why? It's one time. It's not no, one time. No, no, no. See, you're wrong in you that. See, he's backstepping. He was clean and sober. Mm-hmm. Then he got the DUI. Now he's, uh, you know, drunk at 11 o'clock in the, in the morning. Man, Whatever he's going through, I hope he, he finds some kind of therapy. Yeah, he gets through it. He's obviously going through something that we don't know about. I, I will it, say this. It's not I, just I having will, a good time. I will, I will say this. It does get you worried of some of the abuse that he's going through, like whether it's alcohol abuse or if he's an alcoholic or maybe he's falling back down the rabbit hole. That's what is, um, I guess, like, you know, what you're worried about and what you're concerned yeah, about. Yeah, man, I don't want to read but, Jeff Hardy found dead. But I also want to point out, too, the arrest that he got was very minor. If it <laughs> wasn't for the drug abuse, like the drug and alcohol abuse he's had in the past, for, let's say he didn't have no priors whatsoever with drug and alcohol abuse, this would have been just something minor, minimal, because yeah. especially in, where was he again? In, um, uh, what is it where he was at? Uh, was it in Myrtle Beach? Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, they're very strict, so you could get arrested over anything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've all been there. So, that could have happened to anybody, but just based on his 
track pattern, that's what's concerning. Yeah, absolutely. That's the concerning part. Not necessarily that he got arrested in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. The concerning part mm-hmm. is his history. Yeah. That's what's concerning. So I, I want yeah. I and want the, people to separate. Yeah, I want people to separate like, oh, there's Jeff Hardy again doing. No, 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 no. The arrest was minimal. Yeah. That could have happened to anybody. It's just his track record that's what's worrying about and what's concerning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my thing is it would be different if he was 20-something years old, yeah. partying, having a good time, passes out, they find him, he's hungover, so he's technically still drunk, whatever the case may be. But this guy, he he's past that party age, man. He's got kids. You know what uh, I mean? Like, Yeah. And, and he shouldn't be out there at 11 o'clock drunk in a hallway, bro, like. And Antonio Tovio saying from Nero to Zero in one beer. Uh, Jessica Hoffman, I feel bad for Jeff Hardy. Hope he gets the help he needs. Nero to Zero in one beer. Prayers to Jeff. Uh, Chris Brown has an uh, interesting take. I'm thinking with Jeff, it has something to do with them not finding something for him and Matt um, and him turning to alcohol and et cetera in his outlet and he's not being used. That could, that could be it, man. Like he wants to be like he was in the past. Yeah. God forbid we see his name next to an, an RIP. But I think you shouldn't have to say, you know what, yeah, he he's I, he picked up drinking because they're not using him right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna remix what Christopher Brown is saying because I don't I don't necessarily think he's turning to alcohol because they're not being because they they were tag champions before Jeff got hurt. Of course. I think maybe Jeff is maybe questioning himself how long he could go, and that's probably leading to the... And this is me just speculating, yeah, yeah. just guessing. Maybe that's leading for him to go to alcohol. But for mm-hmm. the way they're being... I mean, Jeff has been used to better than Matt. Of course. In, in many ways. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think... I don't. I think that's too smarky to even think, like, the mm-hmm. reason I'm turning to alcohol is because I'm not being used no, right no, in the WWE. No. I think it, that's a very smarky take. But maybe it's Jeff questioning himself... Yeah how long he can maybe go and maybe that's leading to him going back to alcohol because yeah. there's different layers too because they were just they, yeah. before the injury they were tag champions and yeah. I'm of course. they beat the uso which come on it's the usos I'll, yeah. I'll piggyback on what chris brown's saying and just say it might be due to a lack of creative outlet that he might be slipping into the depression where he's not wrestling which is a, one of his creative outlets he was injured so he probably can't do the motorbike thing right he might mm-hmm. be in a slump when it comes to writing his music, you know. And then so you think it's a compound of everything? Compound of everything. So the counter to that is like, so what's his excuses when he was like doing all that creative stuff and having the outlets to do all that in TNA? Yet he was still fucking up. I was young. He was young and dumb. And now, when you're young and dumb and you fall into those habits of addiction. Now it's going to be what you fall back on in your he's, older he, age, and then just, you fall he, into that slippery day, slope. He's just an addict, and he needs help, bro. He he definitely does yeah. need some type of help. You know, I I wish Jeff Hardy the best. You know, I I in the past, not before I even started doing a podcast, I definitely was hard on Jeff because I'm like, man, especially during his TNA run when he was giving the ball and he like, just kept fuck fucking up. He kept, and then the whole Sting match happened. And it's like, fuck, man. Um, but over the years, you know, I feel bad for the guy because let's not forget, these guys were super young when they were destroying their bodies, man. Yeah. So I, you, you always feel bad for them. And, you know, Matt got out of it and he's doing well. And I can only hope Jeff does too. Yeah. They've been in the wrestling industry for three decades. Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope, I hope whatever it is, I think, you know, regardless of what takes we have and opinions that we have about Jeff, at the end of the day, we just want Jeff to get better, right? Yeah. One of my favorite Jeff Hardy memories was him uh, and his brother Matt uh, against 
uh, the Young Bucks at the ECW arena, and uh, he fell out to the floor, and I had ringside seats, and I said, hey, Jeff, you all right? And he goes, no. <laughs> so I hope he gets better, man. Bro, Shout we were there at the Hammerstein Ballroom when we were talking about it before. I we were there, when, bro. When they, when they returned back to Ring of Honor and was face-to-face from the Young Bucks, the Hammerstein Ballroom, which was a sellout, not, not like last night, Jesus Christ, everybody lost their fucking mind and they won the tag titles and then they did like kind of like just signing orders and taking pictures like in the hallway of the Hammerstein Ballroom. That's dope. We recorded the shit live on Facebook and then the shit was so nuts that shout outs to Luis. Luis Jimenez then reposted it because yeah. you just see a mob of people and Matt is just stirring them up just going, Dali, Dali, just getting them all <laughs> fucking nuts or whatever and everybody's losing their minds. What a scene, dude! Yeah. What a fucking scene! No, and then and then most of those people ended up going downstairs to get their shit signed and yeah, take pictures. Yeah, it, it, it was such a fucking. It, it was a it was a mob scene. Bro. The, the worst part is you don't remember what was the next match after that. Like, no, you don't. You just remember that moment. You <laughs> yeah. just remember. You just remember that moment. <laughs> Go on. Um, you know what? Um, what? we're gonna about talk talk about something good and then something questionable that I'm probably gonna get Sam pumped up, which I want him to get pumped. Let's up. Let's go. Let's talk about Cole Cabana. Uh, Cole Cabana made an announcement this past week that after nine years of having his podcast, The Art of Wrestling, he's tapping out. He's calling it quits. He's still going to do something for Patreon okay? Um, where he'll release certain content. But, uh, you know, in many ways, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now if it wasn't for Cole Cabana. No. He, he's the godfather. The pioneer. A wrestling podcast and you know i have nothing but respect for cole cabana i love the guy he's a great commentator he's a great wrestler in many ways he's maybe even underrated as a wrestler but he's a great talent and if it wasn't for him doing the podcast art of wrestling in many ways let's say he would have never done that mm-hmm. right the wrestling industry would be a lot different now of course and and you could have had somebody else come in with an idea like that mm-hmm. but i think it was his creative input into what it was because it was nothing before he started doing it mm-hmm. you might have had there, one there, or two there things. was like one or two things that was different like it was either pay for subscription or whatever yeah. or like live internet radio but, but it, court but, bauer i think was doing one too. yeah but it, it yeah was, but but the whole art of, of wrestling, wrestling that <laughs> no. that was that was definitely different and unique and you yeah. know be- because it, it mm. at the time and even now, like it kind of peeled the way the curtain, and you were able to look in, but not all the way in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and again, it, it does take other people to try to do things like that. I'm pretty sure when Stone Cold first was, when somebody came and talked to him, hey, you want to do a podcast? His first words were probably, "What the fuck is a podcast?" You know what I mean? But well, goddamn kid, what the hell's a podcast? <laughs> but when you start to explain, okay, well, it's just you talking about things that you did back in the day. And most of the time, these guys are like, no, like, I don't want to tell people what I did. But you have an audience that wants to know about that stuff. You have, I mean, a couple of days ago, it wasn't even a podcast. It was in, in, in an interview. Wade, ba- uh, Wade Barrett was talking about the... It, it was a live show about the Brock Lesnar The Brock Lesnar thing. Which is just such a hilarious story. Now, you would have never heard about that unless you give somebody the mic and say, look, it's okay to talk about mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to talk about kayfabe because people understand it. Now, with podcasts, is even better. All these stories that, that Piper was talking about on his podcast when it was with Podcast One, you know, things that, that took you behind the curtain. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, it, it kind of sucks, but maybe he, he recharges and comes back in a year. I, 
Let me hear your your if you have any thoughts on Coca Ban. I actually have a uh, take on Coca Ban. Go go ahead, Sam. If you have, I kind of feel bad because I have a feeling this is all stemming from the lawsuit. <sighs> Yo, what the fuck, Sam? He's this supposed guy, to be the positive one. No, this guy read my mind because I feel like yeah. I feel like Coca Ban's depressed, man. I really feel it has like to he's be a, a lot, man. I feel like he's depressed, and just hearing the announcement, it, it was a six. It, it, I recommend people go listen to it. Uh, he sounds depressed. He yeah. doesn't sound the jolly Coca Banner that we're all used to. The um, one. He got an amazing pop last night at the Hammerstein Ballroom, which yeah. which was great. You know, I'm sure that makes him feel better that that fans love him. But I honestly think the man is depressed, and man, I I hope he comes out of it. I hope mm. something happens, because um, Colt's a good dude. He yeah. really is. Um, and like I said, we wouldn't be doing this right now if it wasn't for guys of course. like Colt Cabana. Uh, what I'll say is, as much positive stuff has come out of that podcast. He has been hit with some backlash by doing that podcast. He's lost his best friend. He got sued by the WWE. Um, he kind of got blacklisted by the WWE. But, uh, they weren't letting him, you know, interview their guys that were on the talent roster and things, things of that nature. Um, you know, he's kind of put himself in this spot in the wrestling industry due to the podcast that he's done, and. The Patreon move makes me think that he needs money. Of course. Um, Patreon is obviously a paid subscription. Uh, you know, we have one. You know, if you know you subscribe, thank you so much. We appreciate your support. Mm-hmm. But he's being sued left and right, whether it's by uh, WWE countersuing or, or by CM, CM Punk. Punk. Um, he needs he needs <sighs> the money, guys. And right now he's injured. Am I right? Yeah, he's he's injured. Um, so he did um, at last night's show. He did commentary. Obviously, he did um, point at his leg and was like, "Hey, I'm good, no boot." But um, it, it lets it pop. But you know what? Yeah. Um, just to kind of uh, co-sign with you a bit too. Um, you know, I think out of all the wrestlers right now, if you want to go support or whatever, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with supporting the Young Bucks and and, and any other talent, pro wrestling tees and stuff, but. Yo, let's support Cocabana, man, because I, yeah. I, I, I feel for the guy, man, because he's such a good dude. And I just remembered after he won, him and Punk won the, the trial against WWE, uh, the doctor, whatever the doctor's name was. I remember that Saturday, I saw him at WrestlePro. And he was sitting by his uh, merch table, and he's talking to fans. And I just went up to him like, yo, Cole, I'm so happy that you... You won the case, and this is behind you. And he's like, yeah, man, hard times, and I'm just trying to move forward. And my man looks sad, and I'm sure what he's going through right now, it's not it's not, a good, it's not helping him out either. I, I just hope Cole Caban is too much of a good dude, and I yeah. said this before, and this is what made me kind of turn on punk. I, I, was a very, I was a punk defender for a very long time. Like, it's his own life. He can do whatever the hell he wants or whatever. But until he kind of screwed Cole, that's what made me have yeah. a sour taste in my mouth. And I'm like, man, dude, really? Cole? This is a guy that sacrificed that stood, so, by, that you. stood by you and sacrificed <laughs> his own career in many ways for you. Yeah, he did. And He's, it's like, shit, man. Can you mean that much of a dick? He was going to be the commentator for NXT. And it got all taken away when he had CM Punk on the podcast. And like, you know, we touched on, he got blacklisted by WWE, got countersued and all this stuff. So, uh, you know, I agree with Mario 100%. Let's go out and support Colt 
here's my Colt Cabana interaction story. Uh, you got no sold? No, man. Oh. Complete opposite. Went up to him, tried to get a picture right before he was going to, you know, go out and do a match. And I said, hey, man, how much for a photo? He said, for you, free. And he grabbed my phone and he took a selfie with me. And that right there just shows you the kind of person that he is. He could have very much told me, sorry, man, uh, catch you after the show. Yeah, I'll be back go, at my go. table later. I'm going to do, you know, the match right now. But he stopped, took the photo with me. And, you know, great guy, uh, one of the nicest in the business. So, you know, it's a, it's a shame that the podcast is no longer going to be free. He said that he's going to continue doing some things here and there, but it's going to show up on the Patreon feed, and he's not letting the RSS feed go dead. Mm-hmm. He's going to be, you know, uploading a best of. Uh, so, you know. So right now, I'm, I'm sorry, Mar- uh, Mario. Uh, so right now, I actually did go to patreon.com slash Colt Cabana. I actually put the link up on our on our notes, and we're also going to put it on our um, info um, for the podcast version. Dude, it's not even that expensive, man. Look. For a dollar, right? Uh, you help them out. Uh, for four dollars, you get all the past interviews from 2010 to now. For five dollars, uh, moving forward, uh, you're gonna be listening. You don't want to hear the podcast, whatever, whatever. You're gonna get a couple other things. Just go out there and do it, man. And and the good thing with Patreon is, even if you want to do more than five dollars, let's say you want to do ten dollars a month, you can actually do that, man. Because at the end of the day, you know what's crazy too. This is one because I've seen other. Uh, you know, wrestlers and other people like patients. This is actually one of the cheaper ones I've seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's not asking. Shit, for that much, fucking so. asshole from what culture wants twenty five dollars for him to uh, fucking take a picture of himself? Get the fuck out of here! A fucking dick. I will do it for Coca Cola. <laughs> fuck yeah. that shit. Fuck uh, that guy. He said he's a fucking dick. Um, yeah, fuck that yeah, asshole, man. Yeah, so okay, just kind of, uh, you know, because we always go into like the fantasy world too. You know what would be really really cool? Um. You know, since I kind of buried AEW earlier, but now I'm gonna turn uh-huh. the, turn the turn the cheek right now. What would be pretty cool? Whenever uh, Colca managed Ring of Honor deals over, maybe he could do color for AEW. Of course, have him there. Hey. Get Alex Marvez the hell out of there. Have Excalibur and Jr. with the Colt. Colt. That'd be fun. That would be great, man. Now, That'd be now, a lot of fun. if you guys are a wrestling fan, and if you're listening to us, and you really are a wrestling fan. Share that link, man. Yeah, support Colt, Share that man. Link. I, I that feel shit. bad for him. I thought I was the only one that felt that way, but no, I guess you man. felt the same way, too, about Yeah, Cole. man. That's why we do podcasts together, man. Me and you usually see eye to eye on everything. And I usually have to go left field because the three of us can't see the same thing. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I kind of I want to see Sam's reaction right now. Come on, of The next topic that we're going to talk Let's about. Let's go, Sammy. So it was just announced this week. Yes. That the best in the world, CM Punk, is going to do Starcast three. Look, um, <laughs> look he, here's what I'm gonna say about it's this. Terrible. Hold on, it's hold on. absolutely terrible. No, here, here's what I'm gonna say. Look, it goes back to what I said the last time. If he's just doing this for a money grab because he's broke, all right, that's bullshit, and he's a fucking carny for it, all right. But even more so, this is gonna be more of a more of a tease to wrestling fans because now he's giving everybody that bought a ticket hope that he might show up in Chicago for All Out. But you already had that hope going in. Exactly. But now it's amplified because now he's doing the... Okay, StarCast. The StarCast. So he's going to be in the area, right? I mean, he was still going to be in the area. Doesn't he live there? He lives there, but doesn't mean that he was going to be there. Okay. Right? So 
he's going to be there the day before. You're giving everybody hope now. Now you are going to be opening up Pandora's box with the CM Punk chance and all this bullshit. And now if you don't show up, you're the biggest fucking <laughs> fraud corny motherfucker ever. All right? Yo, Go ahead. I want him to show up. I why? was a CM Punk fan. That's why. Hold He's on. Hold on. Hold good on. on the mic. He can wrestle. Pa- pause real quick. Pause. You're watching All Out. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you are. Right. Absolutely. We, we might all, watch, all it. watch it. Okay. Together. Okay. And you said it on a previous show. Yes. You went on a rant. And you yes, kind of went did. light here. I, I, yes, was, I was going a little bit more. But, yeah. But I'm gonna, you, want, you want him to go further. Okay. I wanted him to go further because yeah, yeah. the last time he cut a random scene, yeah, fucking yeah. my man lost yeah, his no, mind. I heard, I heard. Okay, so, <laughs> so you're watching all out. We're watching all out. Let's mm-hmm. say together on the big right. screen. On the big screen, right? Mm-hmm. We get surround sound. Either Jericho or Page or Moxley or Omega are the main event. Right, Jericho okay. Page, close out the show. Shut up. Okay, sorry. Either either match. Pac okay? dropped the title this morning. Either, either match. All right, and then. Whoever wins their respective matches, right? They they celebrate, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the music cuts, the light goes dark. Okay, and we hear and all of a sudden you hear. That's not what you hear. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You, you hear this? Put it up to the mic. Look in my eyes, I'm popping. I'm happy. <laughs> Everything is forgiven. No. Okay. What if he doesn't? <laughs> if he doesn't. What? Okay. What if, if that he music? doesn't? Okay, okay. Then okay. he's the biggest fraud, fucking okay. corny, piece of shit, no good motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> as the Iron Sheik would say. What if? What if the music plays and it's MJF? <laughs> oh, that would be great. Too. Great, great on MJF's part because they Sha- would play the shit though, out of even, all of us. Even though Shane McMahon really needs to do that, in WWE. right? Come out it, if they ever do like a raw Chicago. They, they still have call, come out to cult the personality. Right. He needs to do that. But okay, okay. My, so check this out. I'm like fifty fifty with it, like with the whole CM Punk doing Starcast and him showing up at All Out. I'm still. Like hurt and and just kind of like man, why are you that that piece of shit of uh, of Coca Cabana? You're that much of a piece of shit. Like that's my that's like my mindset about right. it. Right? Cause you, you how you do your ex best friend like this? Like yeah, that's that, messed up. And that's what made me turn on uh, on CM Punk. Not, and not that doesn't, and that doesn't take away that doesn't take away the fact that I think he was a great wrestler. That doesn't take away all the moments he did. That doesn't that doesn't take away the fact that if he wasn't for him walking out the that point in time with NXT and everything else that happened with Brian winning the title, things would have had changed. And yeah. like you said on the past, WWE kind of did that out of spite right. to Punk. It took Punk for him to... It took the change that Punk wanted... It took happened. for him to leave. It took for him to leave, yeah. right? Yeah. So I give all that to Punk. At the same time, he's a dick. Right. I feel like you jumped late into the ball game when it comes to you finally turning I gave him Punk. the benefit of the doubt. Um... My my gripe, my biggest gripe is him taking money from wrestling fans and then saying that wrestling sucks or that he's never coming back or that, bro, we all want CM Punk back. I want CM Punk back. When AEW was announced, the first thought I had was now CM Punk can come back. You know, so, one of the first thoughts I had. So I, I get that part of you saying like wrestling sucks or whatever like you know but like he's still cool with certain people in the business right like the the, the bucks and also 
I have yet to hear someone in the recent year post WWE mm-hmm. that has gone to meet Punk and they've told me a bad story of an experience with Punk. He's probably a lot more humble after he got his ass kicked in UFC. Because he knows an average Joe off the street could probably beat the shit out of him. <laughs> He's coming may, to the may, dark side. May, maybe you're right on that part. But at the same, <laughs> maybe you're right. But I, UFC or not, I, I have yet to hear somebody be like, man, I met I met CM Punk at so-and-so con, and man, this guy was a dick. Like, I right. have yet to hear that from anybody. You know, it, females or dudes. Like, I have yet to hear anybody say that about Punk. And... The tweet that made you turn up last time, you know, while I told you just now, you kind of came late to the party when it comes mm-hmm. to turning on CM Punk. I, that tweet that Punk said, I mean, holds water because it's like, if you don't like something, don't fucking watch it. Don't bitch at it. And that's kind of... Well, he's obviously watching it. But he's not bitching about the product. It's only people that question him every single day. Yo, when are you coming back? When are yeah. you coming back? That's when he talks about wrestling. He doesn't talk about wrestling ever. It's only when people poke at him, right? <laughs> of course. And it, it, it kind of, and it, it like the re, like Sam had so many other reasons to turn on Punk, like uh-huh. whether it's the Coca Bana thing or or just the fact that you know he hates wrestling. But that one tweet that CM Punk said, which actually there was truth behind the tweet, that's what made Sam turn on Punk. It of pisses course. me off, man. Especially now that he's doing Starcast, <laughs> he doesn't show up. He doesn't show up at all out. All out, yeah. I'm done with him forever. You're done with him forever. Forever. He could come back forever on the TV show. Here's a long time from now. I will be booing his ass. I want him to come back. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But, man, how how much money are you going to take from people? You want him to come back on your terms. (laughs) Yes, on my terms. That's what I want. (laughs) Listen, I, I, I think... It bothers me a little bit that he's doing Starcast for the simple mm. fact that I know Coca Bana's going to be there. That's what bothers me. Okay. What if they shake hands? I'll be cool with that. I think it'll be great. I, I, he, they know, shake hands I, and he I, drops you know, the suit. You, if that happens and. And gives they, him a check for 150000 Hey, man. <laughs> what if he donates all the money to Coca Bana from Starcast? That'd oh, my God, man. That. Yo. That that'd be that great. Would be all that'd be forgiven. great. Oh, now all of a sudden, Sam. Yeah, would be like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. No, man, for real. No, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. You gotta redeem yourself to us, in my opinion. To us? Who the fuck are you? We're wrestling fans. <laughs> That's who the fuck we are. I just love that Sam saying all this, but he jumped late to the party yeah. when it comes to yeah. bro, uh, bro, hating bro, Punk. Bro, we've been here for a while. And, and hold on, yeah. wait, and, and and let me let me make this clear. I don't hate Sam Punk. I just think he's a his dick acts. his action i don't hate yeah. him you, got, you gotta change the, the personality from the person and listen i was and and for for many many years after punk left i was a, a defender for punk I, what made me turn on punk was the whole coca man situation yeah. that's what made me turn on him yeah, well. uh, especially when and for sam it was yeah. one tweet <laughs> god damn well sam. i started thinking about it man he's got, <laughs> it's he's got terrible. all these pro it's wrestling terrible. tees T-shirts. He's got one of the biggest stores. Of course, and he's not even like relevant, like in the sense that he's not out there every weekend wrestling. Right, and he's always sh- shitting on the on the, on the fucking wrestling. So I don't he's know. not shitting on wrestling, Sammy. That's like if you post something about being Puerto Rican, right? Oh and, God, don't go. Here. No, no, no. And and everybody wants to ask you, oh, what about your podcast, dude? It has nothing to do with the podcast. I'm talking about one thing in my life. It has nothing to do with the other thing in my life. Yeah, I mean, but but it's every I, post though, Sammy. I would be humble if somebody would. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it's it's like every post. Like I would like, be I would be humbled if 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 somebody were to ask me about the podcast, and it happens. From okay, once in okay, a while but on but let, let me let me put it to you this way, right? So you know that that we're not I, seeing punk that <laughs> that I work with Luis Jimenez, right? Right. So every post that we put about Luis Jimenez it has it has it has nothing to do with radio. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always gonna ask when you come and make the radio. Well, a lot of people. When don't. you come, when is the whole crew coming back? Like you know, my man, yo, Louis, uh, Louis, Leo. Leo. That that's actually a really good comparison. I never thought of that. Yeah. Like, thought of it that way. I the, I get those notifications, <laughs> and I'm about to motherfucker. The don't po- worry about that shit. The podcast link is right there if you want to support it. Like we can follow you. Hit click on the fucking caption. Well, people don't read. I've been a victim of. Okay, but CM Punk's going through the same exact I've done that shit. In the past. And yeah. CM Punk, he's probably the one running it. Yeah, he's he probably is. the one, the only person he's that's getting cheap. those notifications. No, not cheap, frugal. Yeah. Come on. Uh, what's his name? Um, Foley. But that's what it is. My man, if I'm posting what I'm doing now, why the fuck you got to ask me when I'm going to come back to where I was? A lot of people don't understand the concept of a podcast still to this day. No, no you know what it is, too? Is fucking wrestling fans are horrible. I'm going to fucking yeah. say it because I don't give a shit. Wrestling fans are horrible and they're fucking toxic because... When it comes to wrestling culture, especially wrestling fans, yeah. there's a fucking level of entitlement. Get that entitlement shit out of here. Sammy, who the fuck are you, Sammy? Let me we're we're you not. Let me, I'm, I'm not asking CM Punk when he's coming back. Yeah, so. okay. Okay. I'm not. I don't All right, but you're, but you're, you're not one. like that. You know what? Because you're a fucking human being. And that's why you're there's, here. There's a reason why I don't like fucking wrestling fans. Because, one, you guys are fucking entitled to tell. And you want the things to always be about me, me, yeah. me, me, me. me. Fuck that shit, man. Yeah. You're not part of the show. These people have regular lives. Of course. And as much as I like to bash Sasha Banks, at times, maybe there's a reason why she act, She treats her fans a certain way she does. Not saying that all fans deserve it. No, no, I don't but, but there's different ways. Because I don't think Sam deserved to be, you know, the way... No, she, no, no. She, she acted with him, and I wasn't even there. And I'm, and I, and the way he described it, I'm like, can you still fucking defend this bitch? But yeah, at the same time... Because I understand the, where she's coming wait, from. But at the same time... Fans bring it on to themselves because yeah, right. wrestling fans are fucking toxic. And y'all fucking think y'all always yeah. entitled and deserve fucking everything. Dude, it y'all was don't. Like, it was they, like that, they're regular human beings. It was like that asshole that was recording John Cena. Remember a couple weeks ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, asshole yeah. that was recording John Cena. My man, if he's asking you nicely not to record him and say, okay, thank you. And that's it. You got what you wanted. You got your video with your face and John Cena. Let it go. You, you followed him around for 13 minutes. For him to just walk out and leave yeah. again. My, Le- my biggest gripe with CM Punk <laughs> is that he takes wrestling fans' money and then turns around and shits on wrestling. Well, okay, okay. But, all right. He comes back to wrestling. But, hold forgiven. on. Wait, wait. I, I, I got to listen. And I can't believe I'm doing this with Punk because I, I do have my gripes with Come him. Come on, too. Mario. I already lost the bet, by the way. It's already 2 o'clock. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't. Well, just because he hates res- wrestling, wrestling, because he maybe hate hates wrestling fans. Maybe he hates the WWE. But man, you, Punk, you got to remember when Punk was in the WWE, his fan base was like. Like very similar to a Stone Cold fan base, he brought a lot of joy yeah. and took and maybe he he representing like the outcast and the voice of the voices was actually a thing. It wasn't just a, a gimmick, a moniker. He really was the voice of the voiceless and and you know you never know that some of these fans that go meet Punk, whether he hates wrestling or not, they get finally that moment to meet CM Punk and you know because wow, a lot of people do hate CM Punk. He still got his fans and he still has his yeah. defenders. And they go up to CM Punk, and CM Punk gives them that moment, and 
and gives them the hello, how are you, how's everything, or a fan shares a story with CM Punk, and CM Punk's like, wow, I didn't know I made that much of a, a difference in your life or whatever. What, um, our, our friend from Rest Friends uh, got to meet Punk over um, one of these cons uh, uh, a couple months ago. What, uh, what's my... Uh, what's Comic Con? No. Uh, from Chicago. Not 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 TT, the, uh, the other Already? two. She got to meet Punk at, mm-hmm. at one of these cons or whatever. Right. She said her, appearance, her experience was amazing, and mm-hmm. you could tell. Yeah. So it's like, just because he might view wrestling a certain way, we necessarily don't know if he views the wrestling fans that way too. Because he's he's giving these people a moment. Now, granted, you are paying for it. Like, yeah, but whatever. And I, I'm not disagreeing with the carny part. I, I, I get that point of view too. Because he is a carny. That's that you, wrestling carny. You pay carny. me 40 bucks, I'll make you smile too, man. But, you know, a lot of, the, you know, a lot of these fans still love Punk and, you know, we might not agree with everything he does in his personal life and some of the w- the ways he's acted, but you know people are gonna be in line to me, Punk, and mm-hmm. people are gonna get their moments. And we and we seen that Russell. And con- if he's sick of hearing when he coming back, Starcast is the wrong fucking con to do then, because the next day everybody's gonna expect you to come back. You get a thousand questions. Hey man, are you coming back tomorrow? Hey, we're really expecting you to come back. I really wish you could come back tonight. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but he can also be playing the fans. Like, I already know I'm coming back Listen, tomorrow. Our, 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 I have our, a feeling he our, is coming back. Our, and this ho- is- our homie Miguel that he supports the show or whatever, uh, he actually got to meet CM Punk at a con in New York, I want to say like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. He was one of those fans. But, but he's not one of these over-entitled yeah, yeah. fans. The pen clicker guy. Yeah, he, he, he went up to CM Punk. He was like, man, I'm such a big fan or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, man, so when are we going to see you back in the ring? And Punk just smiled at him, told him, he's like, I appreciate that, and just told him, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to go back in the ring again, but thank you. Mm-hmm. That's it. D- decent response. That's your answer. A nice response. It, was, it wasn't him like, but, but okay, being but, a dick. But look at the way the question was framed. That's the key. If you're being one of these fucking smart, like, hey, Mario, annoying, Mario, smart, Mario, 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 when you coming back, you Mario? you frame the question... Like, you're a fucking human being, not a piece of shit yeah. of a human being. Right. Then you're going to get a, a nice response back. And by yeah, the way, and who knows <laughs> what he goes through on his Twitter feed. Yeah, and by the way, don't use his, don't think just because you use his first name that you guys are pals. Hey, Phil, when you coming back, Phil? That's, hey, that's Phil, a, Phil. That's, that's, that's so, probably That's so man. fucking smarky. Calling him Phil. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So I hope he comes back because God, I don't, I do not want to <laughs> be angry at him. I was a big fan. We, My biggest we gripe is fans. that he is taking the money and then saying, that's it. All right. Well, um, moving on seeing Punk, one last thing I wanted to say is if you guys ain't watching the G1, please watch it. Do you're yourself missing a out. You're missing out. Uh, Osprey and Okada put another match of the year contender. The night before that, you had Ishii and Moxley killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the G1 has been... By the way, there's a picture of Ishii smacking up Moxley. His whole face was like... Listen, the, if, you, if you guys <laughs> want to watch wrestling and storytelling and matches, please do yourself a favor. Watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. Subscribe to New Japan World. Mm. It's the best $10 you're going to invest. You know, if you're not happy yeah. with the WWE... Invest it on New Japan because it will never disappoint if you just want top-notch quality of wrestling. By the way, you want to know how much the WWE is losing fans? They actually have a uh, promotion going out right now where you can get the um, the WWE Network for a dollar a month for the next three months. 
Really? Yeah. Yo, I'm about to cancel my subscription <laughs> and then use a different email so I can save some money, man. There you go. <laughs> um, Leo, you got any plugs in before we wrap up? Yeah. Uh, you can go right now to the Los Radio app and LosRadio.com and get yourself Wrestling is Life shirt uh, brought to you by the Lucha Outsiders. There you go, Sammy. We actually put the one in the back now. Ah, fuck. Now it's not showing. There you go. Boom. There you go. Wrestling is life. Uh, you can go to losradio.com. Check everything out that we have there. Remember, get our merch from uh, luchaoutsiders.com. And uh, if you want to do a show or any type of show, hit me up. Uh, if you're a DJ, hit me up. If you're an artistic person, hit me up. We actually are talking to a guy who paints, who thought about getting his paintings on a shirt. We're working on that already for him. I thought you were going to say about the what? whole, that show that you recommended called Blow, Blow, Blow or something on the fucking... Uh, that was a good, it's the a good fucking show, and then, and then And then Louie just cut a promo on you. Yeah. I thought you were talking about that. It's a good show, though, but check it out. You can, uh, uh, Blowing with Fire, Playing with Fire, some shit like that. I don't know. All right, Sammy, Glass what blowing. do you got? What do you got, bro? Come uh, on, come on. Let's see Happy Chippy Sam. Cause you I look. am happy. I'm Chippy. Oh, sure. We can <laughs> tell throughout the whole episode you were real happy. He, he's going to give a oh. shout out to CM Punk. You can follow him. <laughs> So, at the end of every show, I tell you some wrestling accounts that you should be following on Instagram. Shut up, Leon. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Extra Cooler this week. His art is amazing. I love his art and designs, man. Yeah, I'm going to spell it out. E-X-T-R-A-C-O-O-L-E-R. Go follow Extra Cooler on Instagram. Man, he's got some great artwork. And he's got some stuff for sale, I believe. So check him out. He's got pens, T-shirts, posters, everything. Um, so is that uh, extra cooler right there? Yeah, man. There um, you go. go check him I out. I actually want to get that shirt of the click with Bart Simpson, Bugs Bunny, Garfield, and the Pink Panther. This so, one. Yeah, that's a really dope shirt. Yes, it I is. actually want to get it. All right, and then you can just follow me at Sammy Suplex on all platforms. That's Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter, as Chris Jericho would say, and follow. Blue Child Siders. Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, We're, man. You, you just opened a yeah. Pandora's box because I'm about to cut a promo on Instagram. Yo, Instagram, go yeah, fuck, fuck yourself. Fuck Instagram. What? Yo, oh. Instagram, you're shadow, band, shadow banning shadow our band shit. Like, shadow why? We post about fucking wrestling. That's all we post about. You're fucking shadow banning us? What's wrong with you guys? You have the hashtag Will Ospreay banned. Why? It's fucking wrestling, yet you have... Full blown nudity and horrible things no, all don't. over Instagram, whatever. No, and you don't. guys don't take it down for days. But you're going to shadow ban a wrestling page, a wrestling yes. podcast page? All of our hashtags are banned. What the fuck, Instagram? Even Lucha Outsiders is banned. Yes. So fuck Instagram. Fuck Go fuck, fuck yourself. You. That's a t-shirt. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. But, um. No, you we, know, can. we if can. you If you want to. We can. If you want to follow. Lucha Outsiders it. banned. We're banned. Put like put, put like out. a band no, over put, our old logo. Well, if we knew a, f- a person that's really good with Photoshop and not PowerPoint like me, you know, we can actually get that done, Sammy. Oh fuck Instagram anyway. But um, if, hey, if, man. if you my, do, my wife has got schoolwork and stuff. It, like that, if you want to follow, if you want to follow me at RaiderArson87, that's my personal page. But if you want to help us out, help a bro- help the good brothers out. Yeah. Follow our page at Lucha Outsiders, and maybe this band. Will go down in the next couple of days or something because right. they're banding all our shit. Man. Fuck the band. Just cracked three thousand followers, so you know, let's keep it going. Let's keep it moving, there guys. There you go. The and movement is going. Maybe we can get to one hundred and fifty thousand followers. Uh, we get. Well, well, you We're can't. Far away well, from well, that, listen, Leo, you we'll you get there you can't talk to the cons about that shit. All right, the cans will donate fifteen thousand followers. Listen, 
the cons ain't gonna the cons ain't gonna help us out with that. So if you guys are listening to this on the podcast version, I'm giving them the Undertaker face right now. Well, this was episode 115 of the Lucha Outsider Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody on the Facebook live chat. And also everyone listening to the podcast version of the show. Yeah. I actually sound like you're going to be fancy Apple Podcast. Tune in on MassGuyBlowsRadio.com, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star frog spice review. Comments, screens, bury either one of us. It'll most likely be Leo. But, but, since I speak the truth and I like pissing people off, maybe you'll bash me. And I'll take it. And I'll take it. Because nobody can touch me on this microphone. And yes, I said it. And we own the microphones, by the way. Yes, we own the microphones. <laughs> and you fixed the microphone. Yeah, I did. Fucking uh, PG-13 did the job and fucked it up, right? Fucking guy. Fucking guy. Anyway, it's a good show. A lot of content. Yes. Sam was in his feelings today, man. Yeah. I'm not in my feelings, man. I'm hungry. That, that's what somebody... <laughs> I'm hungry, bro. All right, then, Tyrese. I'm hungry. That's right. Share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Share all of our shit I, and download the Los Radio. I really wanted Sam to turn up more, though, when we were talking about CM Punk. Turn up for what? Uh, 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 I want to hear him turn up if he doesn't show up at all. Out. It might happen. We might have oh. to do a, face, uh, a Facebook Live for that. We're watching here, right? If he doesn't show up at all, out, you're going to hear what I have to say. And if he does? Good for him. I'm very happy. <laughs> I'll be very happy. For Show Fuboleo, for Sammy Suplex, I'm your truly misrated R. Keep it rated R and stay too sweet.